0: You're now listening
1: to, you're now listening to the Sexy Escort Guide, where we discuss everything erotic and fascinating in the wonderful world of the high-end call girl. Now, here are your hosts, Chantelle Etoile, and exotic Vivian.
2: Hello to all of our lovely listeners. Welcome to episode 36 of the Sexy Escort Guide Podcast. I am your host Exotic Vivian and joining me as always is my fellow here
3: Oh my god <laughs> Miss Chantelle Etoile. how are ya Oh my god <laughs> Oh my god
2: How are you yeah? You- <laughs>
3: I'm oh, god <laughs> I am
2: fantabulous. Yes, the holiday season is here, and I'm excited for the holidays and Christmas time. Oh, Chantel, yes, Christmas is the day that little baby Jesus and Christ the Lord was born, so he could die for your sins and prevent really? you from going to really? hell. Really? Just, just
3: t- in case you didn't know what it was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have, I must have gotten Christmas confused with the actual <laughs> pagan holiday <laughs> of celebrating the winter solstice. I didn't. Not realize that you cared so much uh, about stealing of other people's I festivities. I just like presents under the tree. <laughs> which is a which was a pagan ritual. Whatever, little baby Jesus, he died for your sins. Anywho, yeah, it's yeah. your turn to give an advantage of
2: hiring companions.
3: Okay, guys, really. You should hire us because we are safe, okay? We get tested. We like to make sure that we're good. 100%. You guys out here running around picking up the random girl at the bar. That's uh, what, what are these girls hashtagging themselves these days? 304. Know, no, no, the, no, the uh, I guess 304, you know, the but the no, ones those girls that are, are probably safe too. No the, w- no, the what? You know the girls that are like, "Oh, I am free spirited. I can. I. It's my right to fuck whoever I want." Oh, yeah, slut?
1: absolutely. I don't do, know. Oh, yes,
3: yes. The slut shaming girls don't slut shame me, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, those girls. Um, I mean, they're not getting tested as often as we do, and I mean, and guys, w- how often do you guys actually get fucking tested? I mean, legit. Most guys. Some guys. Most just, guys. They pretend it doesn't exist their testing is like oh well, i haven't heard anything so i'm good and <laughs> like, yeah so, uh yeah no uh you know and some Aww. of these girls you think they're really gonna tell so that they can be you know have the rumor that they got Aww. something no so stick with the companion because this is our business so yes. we care about ourselves a lot a lot more i promise you that in video so what's new with you Okay, so since I think since the last time we recorded, I have had several dates. You've been balling. Where? Of where is my Christmas present? No, Little I baby mean Jesus, I've, stop y'all. it. <laughs> I've had several dates where every time I meet somebody, they're so nervous. <laughs> Okay, can so, we get back to the part where you're bawling and I'm getting a Christmas present? Okay, so like, the so the I think I mentioned him one of the previous episodes. So the first time I mentioned it, he was nervous uh, because he thought I was gonna be mean. So I was like, "Guys, I'm not mean," but this time the uh the last couple guys they weren't nervous because they thought I was mean they were just like in general just like so nervous to meet me they don't know yeah, why it happens. It was just like they're like giddy like little school yep. boys or something and I was yep. like those are the best and also
2: I was like this is kind the cutest of nerve ever but yeah <laughs> it is cute it's like why are you nervous like I don't get it like that's what I was asking <laughs> I, was like, I was
3: like oh my god why are you nervous I'm like, because I'm going to get nervous if you're nervous. Exactly.
2: Like, that's literally what I tell them all the time. And I texted my friend. I was like, oh. I can't believe people are still nervous to
3: meet me. She's like, that's because you're hot
2: as fuck. I'm like, Re- relax.
3: <laughs> I, I, and I just always wonder. Nobody like, well, is that hot. But I'm like, is there something that I'm doing that's making you nervous? Like what? They're like, nervous. I don't know. They're like, I don't know. But I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, I just it's not. Think, that's like, you know, kind of breath. what's new with me. It's kind of funny. And, uh, what's that? and I know, and I tell them, I go, I go, you do realize that I'm like super nervous, right? And it's <laughs> like, and they're always like, I would not have thought ever that you were nervous. And I was like, I'm just really good at hiding it. You're a pro, but my insides are like doing somersaults. Okay? I do always I- <laughs> get butterflies
2: the first time I'm meeting someone. I always get butterflies in my stomach, but usually once we meet, then you know. I mean, you know
3: what? To be honest, I get nervous every time I meet anybody, even Even if if it's more than once. Yes. Oh wow. Even like I remember, like even in my personal life, you know, when I was dating people, I think I was dating a guy for like six months, and every time I went to hang out with him, I would get nervous. All maybe you are in love. Uh (laughs) Not. No,
2: romance.
3: It's I don't know. I don't know, but and then it was like every time we went to have sex, like I was super nervous. Like, I have no idea what it is, but I get nervous all the time. And I'm just because you guys are gonna do anal. Defi- definitely not. Yeah, definitely you know, not. Yeah. Definitely not. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, oh, and then what else is new with me? Not really new with me, but uh, right before we decided to record this episode tonight, on uh, what day is it? Monday, December 3rd. I got news that, once again, that wonderful fucking Sheriff Grady Judd. Oh, yeah. Did his you operation, his operation, Naughty Not Nice, Guys, okay, I'm going to need people to fucking listen to me. Go back to whatever episode, several episodes, I keep complaining about this motherfucker. And I have told you guys in many episodes... He already did a sing a couple years ago called and "You not Know They Don't Listen," night. but literally, like he's done this so much that he's rearrested the name. Arrested
2: for human trafficking, and I bet and you none of
3: those people were none traffic. of them were trafficked. None of them were trafficked, and it's so fucking sad that the general public is like, "Oh, I wish more sheriffs would do this." He looks Why like are you a guys-
2: pastor that preaches to you about fire and brimstone.
3: I'm looking he, at his face, his face he, right now. He, he, looks like, he looks like a pastor that tells you to not do everything because it's a sin. Meanwhile, he's doing all of it. I guarantee fucking to you that he has bodies buried. Well, mm, we, mm, li- well mm. we live in Florida, so I can't say the basement. He has them stuffed in the fucking attic, okay? Uh, duh, he already fed them to the gators. He lady. has a tool shed. <laughs> I bet he, I bet he, I mean, he does live in Polk County, so there's lots of empty lands the gators out there. The are full. Listen, if, if there are any listeners out there, please contact me. You can do it anonymously. If you have any dirt on this man, please contact me. Whichever way you can, and let me know because I need to get fucking receipts and dirt on this man. We need to get him out of office because Uh, Polk County. No, seriously, Polk County has an actual child molestation problem. On top of being like, you know, the fucking meth capital, but they have. No, seriously, they have so many meth capital. Yes, they're fucking meth capital. People like houses are exploding and shit because they're cooking meth and shit. All sorts of shit goes on in Polk County. I'm telling, ta- he only targets sex workers because it's easy. It's easy. He's not like there are many fucking problems. I mean, a lot of problems. Sex work is not one of them. Okay. So if anybody has any dirt, please get in oh. contact with me. Anyway, so Vivian, what is new with you? Okay, so it's my last tour of the year. I'm visiting
2: Atlanta. I know. I'm visiting Atlanta December 13th through the 15th. And also visiting Chicago. December. Chi-town. Yes, December 18th and 19th. Chicago is by appointment only. Actually, all my things are by appointment only. But I'm not going unless appointments are booked. So I'm sending out a letter to my mailing list. I don't even think I'm going to put up an ad. I'm doing an experiment. But Chicago, December 18th and 19th. And I'm actually going to be uh, experiencing one of Ana Renee's data ideas from episode 18 with a client, um, Air Asian Baths. Remember that?
3: Yes. Yep.
2: I'm experiencing that with a client. So this is like a personal fly me to you. And then if I get bookings, I'll stay longer. Otherwise,
3: Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, uh, shout
2: out to uh, Ona Renee for that date idea. And also shout out to Ona Renee for uh, the new hashtag, the date hashtag. She actually Oh, had a I poll. Like, yeah. I like that. She had a poll of what would be a more discreet way to advertise. So instead of uh, the city plus escorts, now it's the date plus the city. So yes, let's say you're looking for a lady in Miami, do hashtag date Miami. I bet y'all pop up. You want to yep. bet, you want to bet, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to honor Renee for uh, that suggestion and also shout out to Angelica Luna for her
3: nice donation to the show. Ballin. Yes. Thank you, Angelica. Yes, thank you so much. And- I, I promise. I promise. I promise Angelica next time I'm out in LA, we will definitely get together. This We're time actually supposed last- to be linking up in Atlanta oh yeah so, um, I last time I like our schedules just did not match yeah. in LA L- looking, looking forward to having
2: a drink or two and uh, you know catching some baked fish and uh, shout out to arrows <laughs> <laughs> even, <laughs> even though
1: I don't
2: know what's going on with them but shout out to them for finally doing something right they had not one but two sales Black mm-hmm. Friday and Cyber Monday which Chantelle and I took advantage of and we also informed everyone via Twitter although some ladies didn't quite figure out how to work so ladies in the future you enter the code and you hit apply that's how and it then, works
3: and then if it doesn't work you might just even have to refresh because I did have like a, a problem at one point and it oh. was like not accepting the code and then I just hit refresh and it applied it yeah, so for me
2: it was instant so yeah and they send these um very frequently like they even have like an advent sale but I, I wanted nothing to do with that because it had nothing to do with what I advertising so shout out to arrows I hope some ladies benefited from that Chantel and I definitely did mm-hmm. basically half
3: off like who doesn't want that okay. I think I think our ads are what so like <laughs> forever M- March okay. or something
2: let's just hope they don't go out of business before then <laughs> oh my god right, please don't I have to uh, do a quick story time <laughs> so okay uh during the boat show, remember I told you I had a, a booking for the boat show? Uh, I got yes. a booking from a regular of mine. And after my day date, I decided to call up a vanilla girlfriend of mine who lives in Fort Lauderdale to grab happy hour bites and cocktails. Mm-hmm. Now, this girl doesn't know what I do, but she knows I always keep a sugar daddy and I don't date broke men. LOL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we went to this fabulous waterfront restaurant. Feel free to email me for the name, ladies. So we were just eating, drinking, catching up. She's like, you know, one of those vanilla friends that are like the shit and you just love hanging out with them because they have good energy. Mm-hmm. So we're just drinking, catching up. And she points out this uh, huge rock on this lady's finger at a table of six behind us. Uh, her husband had asked to borrow one of our chairs, but I didn't really pay him any mind because they were all couples. And I'm like, eh. now this is where your energy attracts what you want, no matter where you are. And just to point out, my vanilla friend is also a looker. Uh, we always attract attention whenever we're out. She's your typical tall, blonde hair, green-eyed, beautiful girl next door. Anyways, out of nowhere, The Rock's husband... Yeah, that's her nickname now. <laughs> the, the Rock's husband compliments my dress. Um, Thank you. Uh, I responded mentally and giving him kudos for having the big balls to, like, compliment me with his wife. Like, with his wife there? there? <laughs> anyway. Uh, all the friends start leaving, and he says, "Let me pay your bill for bothering you and taking your chair." Wow! Right? Yes. At, yeah, yeah. And then the wife notices, and she's not having it. Of course, she tells him, "I have the, I have all the money. You have no money," and she storms off. Right now, ladies, this is how you know you're dealing with a wealthy man. He tells us, "Don't worry. I'm just going to call my personal assistant, and he'll take care of you." <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him. And he's kind of drunk at this point too now, but he knows what he's doing. Like you could tell he's done this before. And I'm, mm-hmm. lo- I'm looking at him like, okay, no more than two minutes later, in comes this young man like Mr. Rock, what do you need? And he tells the guy pay their bill. So he scurries off to find our waitress and he tips her more than our bill. So of course, Oh was- shit. <laughs> yes. Nice. She was extra nice to us after that. Then he's chatting. And then I discover through my uh, talents that this guy is private jet money. Of course, nice. now would be the time that I give him my business card. But could I do that? No. Because no, because they are vanilla friends. I do I'd already introduced myself as vanilla me, even though I have vanilla cards because I have other things I got going on. I knew that's not what he wanted. And that's just not the energy I was feeling. Ladies, you got to oh, trust your gut. No. Yeah,
3: yeah. So
2: I look at the PA and I say to him, like, something tells me you've done this before to which he winked and replied, oh, yeah, I've been through a lot of similar situations. I was like, damn. And I'm like, okay, let me see. Let me try to figure out a way to butter him up. Anyways, Mrs. Rock is tired of waiting. And, of course, she comes back to see what the holdup is. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this bitch is just cock blocking from all angles. <laughs> Anyways, but just like, oh a true, just like a true Rico Suave, Mr. Rock figures out some story to tell the wife. And she's there chatting with us. oh my god yeah complimenting us talking about whatever the fuck i don't even remember the whole time i was just there mad like oh my god i could literally give my card to somebody but i cannot (laughs) oh Oh
1: my goodness
2: anywho we all said goodbye i was kind of mad but this is not the first time this has happened with me and her but she's an old friend like i've known her since high school so it's all good plus i plan on hanging out in fort lauderdale more because i know there's like uh low-key big money there and I'm happy to know that I continue to attract big money wherever I go. I haven't freestyled in a bit because, you know, it's it's always great to get reminders like this that, you know, you're the shit. <laughs> Plus, we got all our food and drinks paid for. So it's still a win. Anywho, if there are any ladies in Fort Lauderdale area that want to freestyle with me in that area, send me an email. Vivian at TSEGP.com. Make sure you have the energy I'm looking for, though. Like, you can't. You can't be nervous energy. You can't be, oh, am I good enough energy? No. I need confidence. So if you want to freestyle with me in Fort Lauderdale, hit me up. But, um, yeah. Well,
3: I'm planning a couple <laughs> days down there. so uh, that,
2: was, yeah. that was my story time. But, girl, could you imagine if it was me
3: and you? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been Fritz all over again. <laughs> no, it would have been better than Fritz. Well, I Fritz. mean, but I mean, and it would have been a, had a handler.
2: Yeah. Oh, big yeah. money. I mean, yeah. and when I tell you, dude didn't even have to say more than two words. The the PA was all like, you know, you could tell. Well, the, I yeah. could tell. I don't know if regular people can tell, but I could tell. <laughs> and I was just so annoyed that I couldn't be my best self. I wanted to live my best
3: life. But oh boo. Everything got paid for, so it was fine. It's okay. We'll we'll go <laughs> hang out in Fort Lauderdale soon. Cause you know, I, I have a reason to be down there. Yeah shortly. So you yes! already know that. Um yes. so yeah, we'll go freestyling. Why not? Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Okay, so it is your turn to uh say something funny that a client or companion said but I kind of feel like your story
2: time <laughs> was a funny
1: thing
3: no because none of these that was not funny that I didn't get
2: paid
1: that
3: no ain't. it was I mean it was <laughs> it was funny that he did everything yeah son to get your yeah. attention with yeah. his wife there that was hilarious now that was that was some balls but that's oh, how oh you my know God. somebody gonna... has big money I hope wow. like a vanilla person's gonna hear me say that and they're gonna send me hate mail and be like, I can't believe you I mean, would say that.
2: Right there. I can. I something told me that they do other things too.
3: But, oh, for sure. But for she's sure. She's just
2: not like she's one of those do it behind closed door thing. Cause I actually mm-hmm. had I had a, a sugar daddy whose wife was like that. <laughs> like he's she's like, Don't embarrass me in public. But mm-hmm. we're we gonna do stuff when, because she doesn't want her friends knowing that they swing or whatever. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, funny thing that a client or companion okay. said. This is for uh, the ladies. Okay. Apparently, some hater got triggered by my passionate conversation with Chantel in episode thirty-two about companions being an hour late to their appointments, and oh, to, oh my god. And she proceeded to tell Chantel to replace me with someone else because she felt that I was yelling at Chantel, and she said I was quote ratchet wasn't it ratchet was it ghetto I don't remember
3: girl I don't remember I don't have it
2: first the fuck of all
3: oh god (laughs) oh god
2: just so you know for future reference haters I handle all social media all all email correspondence for the show so if you don't want me to see it you need to email Chantel directly and chances are she's probably not going to respond because yeah. Anywho. <laughs> we all know how I am with social media. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. So basically, if you want to complain about this show, do it to yourself. But apparently, Chantel also told me that she's received DMs from people saying that, oh, she should be able to tell me her opinion, too, and not to let me bully her. Um. So we're just going to forget that Chantel has a whole thing called Chantel's infamous rants.
3: Where she, yeah, where, where she literally, literally gathers literally rant, people's
2: lives.
3: <laughs> gather people in their whole fucking life.
2: Yeah, with zero input from me, by the way. And if you think I was yelling at Chantel, you need to be a, a fly on the wall when we really both get heated during our business conversations. Believe me, Chantel can stand on her own. Which, oh, absolutely. Yep, which is one of the reasons why I decided to do the show with her. I only want assertive boss women around me. And lastly, mofos, this is my show. You can't replace me if you tried. Like, you would literally have to buy me out, and I'm not cheap. And something tells me, Chantel, will be like, well, I want to be bought <laughs> too. Well, okay,
3: so here is the thing, because...
2: Okay. Let me finish my thought and then you can you can Okay. And for those of you who don't know, I was the one that initially approached Chantel about doing this podcast. And what do you know? She also wanted to do one too. And off I went and we got the ball rolling and we've worked hard and collaborated to give you the fabulous show that we have today. So you're welcome, haters. And there there is no replacing.
3: It's it's us. Yeah. I I did re- I did actually respond to her and I was like, um, I Vivian's not being replaced. I'm like, th- like, this is our show together. We started this together. Like Everything came about together. Vivian was like, oh, I wanted to do a podcast. And it's was like, oh my God, me too. And they were like, let's do it together. So literally from day one, this has been a 50-50 effort. It wasn't like she had all this stuff going on or I had already done all this stuff and then was like, oh, let me just go find a co-host. No, nope. we started this from scratch. Like- from the very beginning together so um sorry guys there will be no replacing sorry not sorry I mean unless Vivian was just like hey I'm no done. you have to buy me out well I mean but <laughs> unless unless that's you the only wanted,
1: way but I'm unless leaving. you
3: wanted to retire and be like all right I'm done but I mean, come on, guys! I'm not just gonna be like, "Oh, she said something that I didn't agree with." Let me no. That's, that's not the whole, how that That's works. the
2: whole point of having uh, a show. I mean, it'd be boring if everybody was all like, "Oh, no, after you, no, after you, no, after you. We, no." We disagree. We both have strong opinions.
3: We disagree all the time, and I, I don't know the whole bullying thing. Like, and, guys, and this
2: is this is what you just heard on the show. Like,
0: you, you don't know what kind of conversations
2: <laughs> we have, and again. Chantel has a whole rant. I don't see anyone coming for her for her rants. Why am I the one?
0: Being, well, because
2: uh, attacked
3: because,
1: because my at because you. my my
3: rants are never directed toward you. So maybe no, that's why they don't complain. Still I don't. Still yeah, rats. I know, but I'm I'm just saying that's probably why they don't complain because it's never directed toward you. But I don't know. This particular person felt some kind of way about this particular situation. And you know she why, was right? Like, she was like, I had to turn it off because I could not. Yeah. Yelling. Good riddance. Yeah. Right. You listened all the way to the end. But I was the like, credits. but, but I was like, it literally was like all of 30 seconds. It really exactly. it wasn't that serious. But you know why she was triggered? Because she's one of the companions. That's yeah. always
2: late. <laughs> I don't know. Because no one else had a problem with our conversation. Like, I bet your girls were listening going "Yep." She has a point. No, she has a point. Oh, yeah,
3: I, I can see those points and that was that. No one and else. To be fair, we I <laughs> I do edit the show, so I after we have these conversations, I re-listen to them basically. And we both have very valid points. So it's not yeah. like I mean, so, we do, well, we're saying, just like, it's not different like opinion. head out
2: like some long-ass
3: discussion that we had after the fact. No, nope, nope. That boom, was boom, boom, it. Done. I, yeah, I didn't edit anything. Nope. It was just. It was what it
2: yeah. was. So she was just a hater. She's not even like a real companion. I think her sh- name was like Sugar Baby
3: Wanna Be. Whatever.
2: Anyways, I don't know
3: what's in the news.
1: But first, a word from our sponsor.
3: Okay, guys. We've been getting a ton of emails from you asking us to start a private directory, and we listened. Introducing the Sexy Escort Guide's Little Black Book of Introductions. In light of all the chaos post-FOSTA, we decided to go back to the old-school ways of dating and take everything offline. So,
2: gentlemen, you may email, text, or message us via our contact form on our website, thesexyescortguide.com, And let us know of your travel plans or if you're looking for someone local, and we will connect you to a reputable companion. Ladies, if you would like to get on the companion list, you may also email, text, or contact us via our contact form. Everyone on our list will be thoroughly screened for safety and discretion. The best part of all of this, it's completely free.
3: Our phone number is 657-464-4675. You can text us your details.
2: And our email address is info at the We look, look forward, forward to introducing, introducing you to you your, your
3: next match.
2: Um, let's see. Oh, this is from the CPA Practice Advisor, September 20th, 2018. Miami Escort Service evaded 550K in taxes. So we reported earlier this year that Dennis Zarudni, that's some name, owner of Elite Miami Escorts and Elite Escort Service had been charged with eight counts of tax fraud in 2017. Well, he was just sentenced to two years in prison. You know why? Because he didn't pay his fucking taxes. <laughs> Look at that. Look, Look at, at that. that. Like all he, I bet you his taxes wasn't even that big of a deal, but he was being greedy. Anywho, probably. I digress. Uh, Zerudny initially admitted to filing false corporate and personal income tax returns with the IRS in 2011, 12, 13, and 14, which substantially underreported his business income, courts records show. Zerudny allowed his customers to pay for cash, uh, to pay for his services by cash, check, and credit card. The U.S. Department of Justice said in a statement on Friday. So the Friday before it's September twentieth. Uh, mm-hmm. He reported income from credit card transactions, but did not fully report the income he received from customers who paid in cash and check. Come on now,
3: come on. <laughs> wait, what?
2: Wait, uh, this is
3: the same question. Wait, he didn't. Wait, hold on. He didn't report the income from checks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, hold on. I can see the cash possibly.
2: No, but a check... because the cash is still a lot of cash. He's gonna have to loan no, that money somehow. I
3: no. I know that, but literally, a check is a fucking paper exactly. trail. Exactly. How electronic. do you not report that? Because he's dumb. That's like number one. And wait, who? Wait, one who still accepts checks. Exactly. Two, who well, the hell is paying? He must for... really. He must really trust his clients. Who? But who's paying for <laughs> escort services via check? <laughs> Uh
2: business people that want to write it off. I don't know. I've nope, been paid a nope. check before by some of my regulars. No, nope, nope, nope. Of course, I do the mobile deposit. <laughs> Nobody going to the bank. What the fuck. Anywho, no, I love. I love. I know right. I love this next uh, line.
3: What did? What, wait, hold on. What did they write in the memo for date? <laughs> no, nothing.
2: I was like, should I? Should I put discretionary services? <laughs> he was like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, I love this next line. As a result, the IRS took a loss of (laughs) (laughs) $558,772. They took a loss. They took a loss, record show. And in addition to jail time, Zarudni will serve one year of supervised release. A court hearing to determine the restitution is scheduled for December 7th, which is four days from now. Yes, we'll see. Gentel is gonna put a link to the article in the show notes.
3: We'll keep you guys updated with this, <laughs> but this this one goes along with this episode. Yep, and uh, just just in time pay your taxes. And yeah, t- pay your taxes, people. It's
2: not that deep. Pay- I, bet, I oh. bet you if you get enough if you do the right deductions using a real CPA, you wouldn't even have to pay that much in taxes. And they'll tell you how you can save money in taxes.
1: Like, mm-hmm. come
2: on. You need to talk to Mary Lee anyway.
3: But, anyways,
1: exactly. And now, here's your femme fatale of the week.
3: week. Our femme fatale this week is New York based Carrie Exotic. Yay! I know her personally. I've known her for many years. She's awesome. She's sweet. Well, now I can say that I know her, too, because I met her at the brunch. Yeah,
2: she came yes. to the brunch. Like, her boobs were in my
3: face. She smacked my ass. It was, it was an ordeal. We were drunk. I, I, did not get, <laughs> I didn't get to spend that much time Because you were her. too busy toiling away with interviews. Oh, yes, baby. but she she actually said that she's going to be coming down here soon, guys, for a tour in Florida to get away from the cold. So, uh, she, she actually, usually does every year, <laughs> yeah. She, uh, yeah, she DM'd that to me on Twitter. So, look out for her tour and uh, make sure you follow her on Twitter at Carrie Exotic One and Carrie yeah. is K E R I. And then, of course, information will be on the website.
1: Here's a fun date idea,
3: yeah. So, a date idea.
2: Ooh. I mean, she is in New York. And yes, no. New York has everything. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, a lovely gentleman can fly myself and Chantel out to New York, mm-hmm. and we can all go to the Rockefeller Center and uh, attempt to skate, <laughs>
3: ice skate, ice skating. <laughs> oh my God, guys! I don't know how. Oh my God.
2: I'm sure oh they my have God. lessons, but we can fall on our asses, whatever, whatever. And then maybe uh go shopping.
3: <laughs> okay, I have been, shopping I- dinner
2: back to the hotel. Wait, no, no, Shopping, dinner, dancing, back to the hotel for some relaxation. What do you think?
3: Um, I've been ice skating before. A couple times, actually. So you're good. No. Right, so I'll hand it no. to you. uh uh-uh. <laughs> Nope. I'm not good. That's my thing. I'm not good. I'm scary as hell. So they have I the don't... training things, I think. I... Right? They might I can tell you that I did not fall because I went. A... I went at a snail's pace. It's a snail's fine. like not... I would probably fall. I was so afraid I was gonna break my ankle. In my in my mind, though, I I'm like Olympic level ice skater. Okay, like I'm in my mind, I just do all these twirls and spins and all that good stuff, you know, a triple toe loop, whatever it's called. In my mind, but yeah, that does sound like a fun day idea, though. I have always wanted to go <laughs> ice skating at Rockefeller and Center hopefully and
2: see, see he the trees. Some of the great Olympians to hold our hands. What? oh
3: yeah that oh well, that sounds yeah, fun yeah so
2: that way we're not falling like I'll take Christy uh, Yamaguchi <laughs> you, can take, you can take whoever the other gay ones are they're, they're all out there and then we can all like la 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 yeah as
3: long as as long as it's, as long as it's not Tanya Harding why what's wrong with her is that her name I don't know who that is the one that broke Nancy Kerrigan's knee Oh, well, that was I, that think was I heard about this story. That was partially but... responsible, I should say. It was like the biggest story of the early I, 90s. You know what? Well, okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't I wasn't following this then. Yeah. But I think SNL did a spoof of it on their show. Because I remember like, why is this happening? And I'm like, this has to be a reference for something, but I didn't know. But now I know. Thanks.
3: Anyhow, yeah. fan well, questions. they had they had a movie. They also made yeah, a movie about I, it. I, I, yeah. Yep. I think they also did a spoof one on it too. Probably,
1: (laughs) yeah. I actually, I did.
3: I (laughs) I watched a movie. I actually watched a movie while I was, uh, I don't know, traveling somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's where I watched most of the new movies is on a plane. So yeah, it was it was actually really good. Okay, anyway, so fan questions.
1: But first, a word from our sponsor.
3: We would like to introduce one of our new diamond sponsors, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. Companion Tax is a leading provider of professional
2: tax, accounting, and business services designed for the unique business needs of Companions.
3: They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. If you want a concise overview of the issues that Companions face in making sure
2: their businesses are set up and managed correctly, and a good overview of tax issues, take a listen
3: to Episode 7 where we interviewed the owner, Mary Lee. Companion Tax is now accepting new clients. Click on the banner we have on our website for additional information and how to set up an initial consultation or visit companiontax.com Fan questions. Okay, this is from our Apple Podcast
2: page. We've uh, got 66 reviews so far. Yay! Woo! Please make sure you guys subscribe on iTunes or whatever platforms you're listening on and leave us a 5 star rating, review, subscribe, whatever. This is how we gain more listeners because the more reviews we have, the more we get recommended by the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're now going to read a few of the reviews of our iTunes page. So on November 14th, Lexi0526 wrote, a not so vanilla fan. I adore this podcast and the ladies hosting it i uh it has definitely increased my self of sense my sense of self confidence and expectations of men. I look forward to gracefully entering into a not so vanilla lifestyle keep up the amazing work ladies I can't wait for the book
3: wait so is she she's currently vanilla yeah she's a hopeful Ooh, look yeah. at that we're, we're turning vanilla <laughs> we're inspiring folks you you can't turn a hoe into a housewife <laughs> but you sure no. well can turn a housewife into a hoe you can turn oh, a hell oh my god <sighs> <laughs> into a housewife you did see yourself oh my god <laughs> doing the fucking most okay <laughs> on october 13 uh eb763 wrote kudos to all of your hard work I can't thank you, beautiful ladies, enough. I needed this podcast in my life. Cheers, XOXO. Thank you. Thanks.
2: On September 19th, AP Memphis wrote, Thanks, ladies. I just want to thank you, beautiful divas, for sharing the knowledge of this industry. Because of what I've heard, I've become a better companion. I am now doing better business-wise than I ever imagined possible. So once again, thank you.
3: Okay. Look Yay. At See, that's Process all we want is for you Process to off. thrive, thrive yes, in your business. Please. That's exactly what Prosper. we want. Okay. So then we got this email. Okay. So that's it for the podcast uh, review. So now we're going on to the regular ones. Okay. This was uh, somebody that had some questions, I guess. Okay. So, uh, Subject: Fangirling. Hey, girl. Mm. Okay. Hi, Vivian and Chantel. Let me start by saying how much I adore the show. The two of you have such amazing chemistry and are so dynamic. It's such a pleasure to listen to you, intelligent, multifaceted business ladies. I now thank look forward. You. To- yes, thank you. <laughs> I now look forward to Wednesdays, and they were made that much brighter thanks to you. I dipped my toes into the world of companionship right as Sussaftas started wreaking havoc. I don't know what the industry was like before this le- leg- legislative train wreck, which it literally is a train wreck, <laughs> but your podcast has been a guiding light on how to succeed in this new to me world. Recently, I have made I have made the decision to fully dive into the industry and want to thank the both of you for giving me the tools to do so safely. I've learned so much from you and have also been encouraging my clients to listen and donate to the show. Oh, Thanks, thank girl. you, girl. Yes. yes. <laughs> If you want to use the above for the show, that's fine by me. On a more private note, I have two questions. The first being, what information do you need for me to join the Little Black Book? Which I sent to her. She sent to her. And the second is related to wishlist shipping addresses. I cannot recall which episode, but you mentioned that you had a workaround for wishlist in lieu of PO, PO and UPS boxes. I'm currently in a wishlist conundrum and would appreciate any tick any tricks or hints
2: I think I also responded to her as
3: well but I don't rec- I don't remember Email, email me if you if I didn't. <laughs> okay, and also I'm planning name a name change slash new website slash new everything in the new year. This includes a new email address hosted on my server and no Proton Mail. <laughs> Vivian, Vivian, I know you're disdain for Proton Mail, so this is for you. Thanks. Ladies. Thanks, girl. Uh, Thanks for I, keeping me in
2: mind. <laughs> okay,
3: so I I have been getting questions every time somebody listens to the episode about the PO box, and I will say it again. Um, i need to figure out a more legal way because the way that I was doing it was not that safe well I have the legal and I way, would not but I don't want to say it on the podcast So right. email me. so email us and uh, because I had to change my method when I realized that it probably was not the best way of doing things mm-hmm. um, so email us and we will get you a good suggestion of a legal way of course you know you need to be a legit companion because we ain't answering questions if you're not Yes. Okay. Um, this is via Instagram
2: DM. This is the girl that had wrote us about going to country clubs alone, but her email bounced. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Yep. They contacted us on Instagram. <laughs> she was like, hi, Vivian. Thank you for your great advice on podcast episode 27. When it came to being comfortable going to my local country clubs alone, I've been practicing these past few months and it gets e- easier every time. Yes. Sadly, I am not in South Florida because I said if she was here, I would go with her. I am in South Louisiana. Ooh, you a Southern belle. Yes. Um, but I sincerely appreciate everything that you ladies do. I'm glad to be back on the right track. P.S. So sorry about the email. I must have typed it wrong. So I'm glad. I'm glad that you're going out there on your own and just, you know, braving it. Kudos to you.
3: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, via email. Thanks for a great show. Dear Vivian and Chantel, over the past few weeks, I have been through every second of the 35 episodes of TSEG. That's a lot. That's Um, what we like to hear. And she says, that's 45 hours. Oh, this is a heat. Oh, this is a heat. My bad. That's 45 hours. Like any good fanboy, I wanted to write to express my appreciation for you and the amazing work that you do. And not just by writing, thank you. I've made my donation to. Oh, yep. thank you, Boo. Yep, thank you. We saw uh, it. <laughs> you've taught me so much, and I'm confident that I will be a better client thanks to your show. Yay. Like many, like many clients, I started off about two years ago by reading reviews on the board that will never be
1: named. <laughs> true fanboys, true Yeah, fan yes. That. yes.
3: I didn't know any better and seeing multiple positive reviews on a companion gave me confidence that she was real and would provide a good experience. Post FASA, I was concerned about how I would find any new companions. Thanks to your insights and suggestions, I now see that this new world is really much better without that board. I've enjoyed following different ladies on Twitter, getting to know their personalities, exploring their websites, and I'm looking forward to making great connections and memories soon. I haven't booked my first post-TSEG binge date yet. (laughs) (laughs) the few companions that I have booked in the past are truly some of the most intelligent and genuine human beings that I've ever met during each of my dates with the companion. I always think, wow, I can't believe she's real. And I also think I can't believe this is so easy. All I have to do is be honest during screening, follow her instructions, treat her with respect and be clean, courteous, and timely. The experience has always been amazing and more underlined than worth it. Guys, It's not that hard. No, it ain't. He has his bold in caps and underline. (laughs) Thanks again for the enlightening experience of listening to TSEG. Keep up the great work. And by the way, you laugh just the right amount. Thanks, Eve. (laughs) We do laugh just the right amount. Of course, we do. Fabulous. Oh, my God.
2: I can't. All right. I need reasons. I need reasons. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, moving I actually, on. <laughs> I
3: screenshot
2: this, and I actually um, posted it on Twitter and on our uh, Instagram just to see so people can see that we're actually, you know,
3: changing lives out there. Okay, okay. So I want you guys to know, if you guys think that I'm, like, bullshitting about my lack of social media, I did not even see that screenshot. <laughs> no, she didn't, because I, I actually sent it to her. And I was like, oh, did you read this email? Mind you, we both get the email. Wait, 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 hold on. When did you send that? Because I don't, this is literally my first time reading this email. (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: Go go to your text and scroll because you responded. Maybe you were asleep. I don't know. So, guys, when I tell you I'm the one that deals with all correspondence for the show, I'm not kidding. If you want to have your shit read, you know. Like, yeah, s- send it when, to me. Once or in a blue moon, I will don't respond. If you want to have it read, then, you know, send it to me. <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> yeah, send me bullshit it and just get deleted because she'll never see it. <laughs> even though we both received the emails. We do. But I'm usually like, tut, 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 did you get this email? She's like, oh, Ivan was like, oh, look, someone donated to the show. She's like, oh, great. I was like, oh, but that's wonderful,
3: thanks. She didn't even
2: Okay, she didn't no, ever read it, guys. Guys, seriously,
3: no, Pharrell. My attention, <laughs> my attention span is not that great, so mm. I have to, I have to put my phone down so that I can focus on work. That's why I'm not that active. Because if I don't focus, I will be stuck scrolling through Twitter. No, but this, this is actually a lesson
2: for future business owners. When you pick a partner, you guys want to complement each other. Like, yes, like you want to pick strengths that complement each other. Chantel is.
3: Terrible at social media. It is. I am. I. It's true. It's or, very true. Or just responding to general email. Like, like. So we're both. Or we're marketing. We're we're both business people, right? So we're both very business minded women. Yeah. But I'm more of the numbers yeah. person. She's the numbers you know, person. And the the all that spread the spreadsheet. The nerdy you know, Doing shit. all the nerdy tech stuff. Where I'm the possessed When we were when we were when we were first talking about it, like okay, what parts do you want to handle? And it was just like, perfect. I was like, yeah. oh, marketing? Thank, we thank even, you. We didn't even no talk for very long. She was like, oh, I hate marketing. You guys like, I hate it. Perfect. I, was like, oh, I, I love suck it. at it. I, I mean, suck at marketing. She's like, I'm good at it. It's like, she's great. She's looking at me like, how do you have time to post like, all this shit?
2: I'm like, oh, girl, it's most of it is automated, by the way, which you guys need to get on that Hootsuite because yeah, save your life. Most of I it's try, automated, no. but I'm also uh, mm-hmm. I
3: do stuff in real time as well. It's just, I try it just comes to, to me
2: naturally. I
3: try to automate things, and it's ta- it still takes no. me like it takes me way too much time. That's and I have heart. other things. I have other things to fucking do. Okay. Your I have. Heart. I have the four, The forty-five. <laughs> by the way, guys, the forty-five hours. I think of it's episodes, more than that. It probably mm-hmm. now, but the he said forty-five at the time that he sent. That's the what about. I'm saying. I feel like it's more than forty-five hours because that's a We've had we've had some long shows. No, it's about forty-five yeah? hours because oh, I'm pr- okay. for season one. Season one because the okay. playlist the playlist shows how long it is, so it's somewhere mm-hmm. around forty-five hours. The forty-five hours that you guys are listening to, um, you know, just add about you know five to eight more hours on us doing actual work for each episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have time for the social media. Okay, I just don't, and All I right. do.
1: She. That's does. why we make a great
3: team. Okay. Exactly. So, today we have a return guest, Mary Lee Miller of Companion Tax. She is the owner and founder of Companion Tax and Accounting Services, a full service, licensed professional accounting and tax firm that specializes in the unique financial and tax needs of companions. Companion Tax has been in business since 2011 and was featured on episode seven. Yes, thou shalt pay your taxes. Welcome back to the show, Mary Lee.
0: Well, thank you very much. It's good to be back.
2: Whoop, whoop. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in because we're all excited. I hope our listeners are excited. Uh, For those of our listeners that haven't yet listened to episode 7, which I don't know why, can you please give us a brief history (laughs) on your company and why you're qualified to educate our listeners on taxes?
0: Sure, sure. Um, Companion Tax uh, was born back in 2011 uh and i had because i had heard from so many people in the business that they couldn't find a a good professional tax accounting firm that was comfortable working with them so uh we started in 2011 and we've been growing ever since uh and we would like to think that uh we're one of the go-to companies where you can get full service professional tax and accounting and financial advice Uh, provided by people who understand the business and the nuances and the particular issues that everyone faces in this business when it comes down to finances, taxes, and accounting.
2: Awesome. And sidebar, um, not that I got paid for this, but I actually reached out to Mary Lee um, like a a month ago or so because I wanted her to kind of take a look at some things with uh, with my taxes and finances. And she went in there, boop, 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 sent it to me right away. Very <laughs> very efficient, you know. I mean, they even have like their own secure cloud thing. It was awesome.
0: Oh, so, nice. Yeah,
2: you guys very definitely uh yeah.
0: Yeah, we um we have a few a handful of clients that are not in the business, but um we we it sometimes it's uh we have to sell that we're we're not people that just put a shingle out and saw an opportunity. It's that this is a fully uh staff, professional accounting firm, Um, Eric uh, Palasek, who is um, my right-hand person, he and I both have enrolled agents licenses, which are, uh, it's a, we have to take a three-day test given by the IRS on tax law, tax procedures, tax court procedures, individual and business returns, Um, and we also have a code of ethics that we have to follow. And also security is very important because of all the personal information that we have. Mm-hmm. So any information that we exchange with their clients is always done through our secure uh, cloud-based program.
3: I love it. Okay. So can you share some details about the new tax law with our listeners and how it will affect our tax returns as individuals?
0: Sure. Um this tax law was passed back uh, December two thousand and seventeen, and this is actually the first major tax uh, reform since Ronald Reagan was president in nineteen eighty six. I don't think many really? have been born then. Um, really, so all the
2: other presidents haven't done anything to tinker
0: with the with the it, yeah, tinker nothing. with the tax. Yes, it's uh, there've been minor changes, but the ma- the last major tax uh, reform was in nineteen eighty six. Wow. And, so wow, the whole it's called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the uh, the 2018 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, and one of the just as a general overview, um, you know, President Trump, his whole thing was let's bring corporations back from overseas because the tax rate in the United States of corporations was thirty five percent, and as part of that push to have companies come back in bring jobs back to the united states uh the tax cut for corporations and i'm going to make a distinction between a c corporation and an s corporation because that's important uh the c corporation is what i'm talking about the tax rate reduced from 35 percent to 21 percent so that's
3: um, a major um a, that's a major
2: reduction
0: reduction But for individuals, there are some some very um, substantial changes to the tax code that um, I'm going to run through. There's uh, there's 10 major uh, revisions in this tax code uh, that I'm going to touch on. There's a lot more, but for my clients and the people that I I deal with uh, on a daily basis, this would probably cover 85 to 90% of them. So for individuals... The most, one of the most important changes is that the standard deduction has doubled for everyone. So as a single person, when you filed a 1040, you get a, a standard deduction of $6,350. That was for 2017. Starting with 2018 tax return. By the way, this um, tax vote is effective for 2018. Uh, okay. It's been doubled to $12,000, Um, That's good, right? Very good. Uh, (laughs) I like that a lot. Okay. So, and and I think everybody understands what the standard deduction means. Everybody gets a stand, what they call a standard deduction. It's really almost for living expenses. If you itemize deductions, that means that that you have mortgage interest, real estate taxes, medical expenses, um, sales tax paid for, that's over the $12,000 standard deduction. Now that's for single people for married people it's been doubled uh, from 9300 to 18,000.
2: Damn, uh, Chantel, uh, this uh, is not like a re- guys. A this married. is not a reason to get married. <laughs> Trust yeah,
1: so, me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Head <laughs> of
0: household. Head of household. household. Oh, it's not know. a reason to get married, ladies. Don't <laughs> do on, it. Come on, Chantel. Let's if, do, if, it. Let's if, do it. Let's run away a, together. If that's
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, for us, me and yes. you and I. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so you're gonna be head of household
0: or don't be head a household. I'm a kept woman. Sorry. You maintain a home for a qualified child. Uh, okay, well, I, who wants to be the child, Chantelle? Yeah, yeah. I'll be the child. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then for married couples, the standard deduction doubled from 12000 to 24000 So for Damn. a lot of people um, that had itemized deductions before, they're not going to have to bother. I mean, because the standard deduction of 24000 is going to be more than generous. Yes. Now, now, what has been eliminated is the uh, personal exemption. For you um, and anybody else in your household, that would be you. Let's say a husband and a couple of children. Uh, you get a, a personal exemption. You used to get a personal exemption of four thousand fifty dollars. That's been eliminated. So we mm-hmm. no longer have a personal exemption.
1: But
0: the, I
2: mean, they doubled it, which is way more than the four. Well, grand, so well, they double.
0: Well, if you if you want to look at the net effect of it, um, if you are a single person. And it just let's keep it simple. You have a $12,000 um, standard deduction. and there the, <clears throat> But your personal exemption has been eliminated. The net effect is you still have $7,950. Uh, that's more. what I thought. Okay. Yes. Um, if you have children in the household, uh, this is really a big change. Uh, the child credit has increased from 1000 to 2000 per child. Oh, wow. uh, oh my god so that's a this re- is still not a reason to have uh, no run. it's still not, still not. Their tennis shoes so, no. so that is a big one for the large families that's going to be a real I any mean, people that um you know have have, have or had a household and have children and they've also added something new if you're taking care of a non-child dependent such as a maybe a grandmother or your mother lives with you, you're now getting a $500 credit for that person in your household. That's brand new. That's th- So we more. never
2: had that before.
0: Never had that before.
2: Nice. Um, but that's
3: all you're getting is $500? Well, it's well if, it was zero, if it was zero before.
0: Well, yeah, it's something.
3: <laughs> I'll take the 500.
0: It's something, yeah. right. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, the fourth major change for individuals all right, so for state and local taxes, uh, the new tax law has capped that deduction for itemized people who itemize at $10,000. Uh, for They call it SALT, it's state and local tax. And that would include uh, sales tax, that's deductible, real estate taxes, income taxes. So for the high um, cost states like California, New York, this is going to be uh, problematical. Um, the the next major change is that the Obamacare individual mandate, which is a penalty that was charged for every taxpayer that did not have health insurance, has been repealed uh, after 2018, starting in 2019. If you do not have health insurance, you will not be penalized. Nice. Oh, okay. I like, I like now,
2: that. Now, what was the reason for them penalizing you in the first place?
0: Well, the whole idea was that everybody should have health insurance and that the healthy young ones and the people without health issues would, would make up for the people that uh, were older with pre existing conditions, people that have ongoing c- people. I mean, there's so many people out there that have chronic health issues and mm-hmm. then somehow create a pool. And then everyone would have good health insurance, and it just didn't quite work. I like the idea. I think everybody should have some sort of health insurance, but um, this was a one of Trump's major campaign promises: is to get rid of Obamacare. But this was the best he could do at this point.
2: Yeah, Um, I mean, it's it's gonna be tough for anybody to go from having fucked up health care to trying to do like a universal thing like Canada or you know other countries
1: uh, they would mm-hmm. literally have
2: to start from scratch and you know some we all know that a lot of people don't want you taking their money to give to somebody else right. no, no, that. So, <laughs> it's yeah, gonna I'm be taking, tough it's gonna be tough
0: it, it will be tough but it, i mean there you, there are health insurance policies out there for, you know most of my clients are young and there are some policies out there uh, that you could afford the really high deductible. Mm-hmm. And also um, there are the health savings accounts uh, yep. that you can put in $3,300 a year into a savings account. That's tax deductible and you use mm-hmm. it for medical costs that aren't covered by insurance.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, I've
0: always had insurance,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: my own
2: personal insurance. So. Mm. Right.
0: Yeah. It's a good <laughs> idea because, um, what I tell my clients is that okay, I know you're healthy and all that, but if something happens and you do get ill, you're not going to qualify for Medicaid, and everything you've saved will be will, will be taken. By, mm-hmm. I mean, it, a lot of people. Uh, the one of the major causes of bankruptcy is medical expenses, so mm-hmm. it's just an insurance policy for to protect your wealth as well. Um, okay, the next big thing is that the tax brackets have been adjusted. Um, the adjustments to the tax brackets included lowering a number of tax rates and slightly widening the income thresholds. And without getting into too much detail, it just means that last year, in 2017 there was a 15% tax bracket. Now it's down to 12. There's still seven tax brackets, um, but those have been adjusted in. <clears throat> and there's really nothing more to say. I didn't want to get into a discussion about how the tax brackets work. But uh, that's for, if anybody's interested, it's really kind of boring and very technical. But uh, at any rate, those have been uh, adjusted. Now, the other nice uh, change has been that the retirement fund contributions limits per year had increased. Oh, So um, for, if you have a, uh, let's see, what is it for the IRA? Um Uh, I think the IRA was fifty five hundred. It's fifty five hundred dollars. I'm I would have to double check on that. I thought it had increased to six thousand. Any anybody can do an individual IRA. It's totally tax deductible if you choose the traditional IRA, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and then it earns interest and dividends tax free until you're eligible to to withdraw it at fifty nine and a half. Mm -hmm. And also, if you have a four hundred one k plan. Um, the your what they call the uh, employee contributions increased from eighteen thousand to eighteen five, and uh, that's a five hundred dollars increase from two thousand seventeen. Okay, and I'm going to talk about retirement plans a little bit later in the podcast. Okay, um, and also IRAs, a Roth IRA, which is a <clears throat> a different kind of an IRA. It's it's funded with after tax dollars but there was limited depending on how much money you made mm-hmm. uh, it used to be that if you were a single person um if you made a $120,000 you couldn't do a Roth IRA uh now that that limit has been raised to 135,000 uh, and also on a similar increase for married couples um there now the the big change oh also just a couple of little things um <clears throat> moving expenses are for business are no longer deductible unless you're in the military and the move is due to, uh, change to station. <laughs> <laughs> not like i'm
2: moving every day but i just felt like uh, i long.
3: i know a lot of people who move like every other week i swear and if they're <laughs> deducting all that i probably i'm happy that. They're limited on well, that now. Well, the
0: limitations on when the limitations on moving, you are you're only allowed to, to deduct it if you moved a certain distance away from where you worked before, mm-hmm. uh, and it had to be for work. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. So, uh, a couple of other changes that are not on this top ten list is, uh, and I'm not sure how many of my clients this uh, will will apply to, you, but the mortgage interest deductions has now been reduced um, yeah that no. one, people, were, people
2: were bitching about that one too yeah, yeah. well there's
0: actually a couple of things and um it, it used to be uh that you can deduct mortgage interest at for loans of up to a million dollars now it's been reduced uh to 200 to seven hundred fifty thousand. if you've got a mortgage of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or less um that you can deduct the mortgage interest on that um the million dollars is grandfathered in that remains in effect for debt prior to the uh, enactment of this law
3: mm, okay now
0: one of the, the thing one of the uh second mortgages people who buy get homeowners lines of credit things like that mm-hmm. uh, if you read the general law changes it says that is no longer deductible that's not entirely true if you op- have a second uh, uh, mortgage or a homeowner's line of credit to choose specifically to improve your house that is still deductible if you're buying it because you want to pay off debt or you want to um buy investments that's not that interest on that is not deductible
3: okay that Uh, makes sense
0: yeah so um so it's for home
3: purposes only that it's
0: deductible okay uh but again, don't forget, we've got that big standard deduction now. So depending on how much mortgage issue you're paying, it may not even be enough to exceed the standard deduction. So that's something to think about as well, which is all things that we take care of and monitor. When I, do You taxes. know, I do
3: feel that a lot of people forget that. They start wanting to itemize everything and sometimes it's not even worth itemizing because the standard deduction is more anyway. So it saves well, you a lot of headache.
0: Yeah. I think that's, what's going to happen this year. It's going to be a lot of people that are not going to have to pull all that stuff together. To so item that, deductions. so that makes
3: your job easier, right? It does. It makes everyone's job mm-hmm. easier. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Some of us
3: actually do our own bookkeeping.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I mean, I, no, I mean, for me, I think it's just more of a, control thing like I don't know how I feel about just handing my receipts to someone or whatever and letting them organize it It just feels weird to me it's like someone
3: <laughs> it's like someone doing my laundry I don't
2: like people doing my laundry either well, I don't know if I like, like- you have talked
3: about that I personally guys, just like me, to do my trust, thing myself me, so Lee, a <laughs>
0: lot of girls are lazy so yeah are <laughs> good, good we do have we do have clients that uh do do like you that do their own bookkeeping and do a fine job. We really do. Um, So it really doesn't matter how we get it, uh, just so we get it in a format that we can Mm -hmm. use to prepare a return. All right. So the mortgage interest, medical expense deductions, um, that has changed as well. And I have very, very few people that qualify for the medical expense deduction. For one thing, you have to be able to itemize and your medical expenses have to exceed seven this year, uh, 2018, they reduced it from 10% of your adjusted gross income to seven and a half percent. Oh, wow. So, um, really not much to, to further to talk about because it's just so few few people that meet, the people that have nursing home expenses or. Yeah. extraordinary. I mean, just be happy homes. that
2: you're not that sick. Right. That's exactly.
0: Right. So um, a couple of other interests in these, the thing, Estate tax. Now, I know we're talking about the living right now, but um, it used to be that if you had an estate uh, worth more than $5.5 million, you paid 40% in tax on that. Um, and this is what I think a lot of people who have, have really studied this new tax law were a little irked about, is that the tax law doubles the exemption. So now if your estate is over $11.2 million, for a single person or $22 million for a couple, you don't pay any taxes on that. So how's that going to get funded? I mean, when you take tax away from one thing, you have to pay for something else. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's extraordinarily generous and did receive a lot of blowback from people who felt that this was an incredible uh, break for the very wealthy. Yes, so, it is. But
2: all I know is when I win that $12 they better not be trying to take 40%. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: well, get yourself a good estate tax, uh, an estate attorney, and they'll help you set up trusts and all of that. Mm -hmm. Capital gains. Anybody that's got investments, uh, Mm -hmm. no change in the capital gains rate. Yeah. And then um, this I'll talk about when we talk about business, alimony. Uh, is no longer deducted by uh, the person who pays it, and it's no longer income by the person who receives. Yes. It. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: divorced, guys. Relax. <laughs> you're just planning. You're us. just
3: planning for your future divorce. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they
2: did. They would count it as income, which means you had to pay taxes on yeah. it. But, yeah, yeah. But now, the, now the guy, uh, the guy used to be able to deduct it, so it favored the guy, but not the girl. Right. So yeah. now the rose have rebirths. Yeah,
0: Nobody wins on that, <laughs> that. That's for
1: sure. Okay. Ooh. So
0: that that pretty much covers is for um, for individuals is there's some other things that really don't apply here or, or getting too down into the, into the weeds. Cause I want to keep this sort of an overview. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for the individuals. And I can talk a little bit about the, the big change for my clients is what's happening with the businesses.
2: Okay. So I guess mm-hmm. I'll just ask, what are the major changes to the law that right. would impact our businesses?
0: Okay. So Going back, to give you a little bit of background, S-Corporation versus C-Corporation. C-Corporation is a traditional corporation, and whatever income is generated by that C-Corporation, the corporation pays taxes on that income. Now, like I said earlier in in the podcast, it used to be 35%. Now it's down to 21%. So for people like sole proprietors, partnerships, LLCs taxed as S-Corps and then straight LLCs, we all know that the people that have these all know that that's considered a pass-through entity. And that means that the income is not taxed at the entity level, but passes through to the owners, the shareholders, the partners, and is taxed on their personal tax return as uh, at their personal tax rate. And they're saying, well, you're giving these corporations a break What about us? So what they came up with, which is really pretty uh, remarkable, is that a corporation, a pass-through corporation that has qualified business income, and uh, I can talk about that briefly, but really all my clients have qualified business income. You get a 20% deduction on the part of that income that's taxable. So if you have but uh, let's start with the sole proprietor because all of these are considered pass through entities. Um, if you're a sole proprietor and let's keep it really simple and you have taxable income of say a $20,000, then that means right off the top 4,000 gets reduced The 16,000 is what's taxed. Okay. So that's pretty generous. Um, the um, And for the subchapter S corporation, uh, that would be, there's two, I have had clients that have a straight LLC uh, that does not have a subchapter S corporation. I'll talk about that in a second. That's taxed exactly like a sole proprietor, Uh, still subject to self-employment taxes of 15.3%. And this is something I've covered extensively in the podcast number seven. I mm-hmm. wants to go back and listen to that again. Um,
3: they all need to go back and listen to
0: that episode. Mm-hmm.
3: This, is, yeah. this is not a hobby, ladies. This is a business. If you're not treating this like a business, what are you even doing? Exactly. So go back that's, why, that's why we laugh at guys who call themselves hobbies. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: well, are not taxed like a hobby, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> I tell all my clients, is if you think like a businesswoman, not like an escort. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's making a lot of money um I, I don't know of any small business making the kind of money that my clients make that don't have some sort of professional accounting help uh so the as far as the the provision for the pass-through business it's called qualified business income let's go back to that 20 percent. so pass-through businesses sole proprietor partnerships llc's and also llc's taxes s corps um they, the, the pay, those pass-through businesses pass their income to their owners, then they pay taxes on that at their individual rates. So what this means is that pass-through business owners can deduct twenty percent from their overall business income. Yeah. <laughs> so and this and there are some limitations. Um, it's if you're making, let's say that your income reaches one hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars. For in your single, then it's going to start to require some adjustments to phase out part of it. Um, you'll still get a deduction, but it's going to start being limited. If you have a W-2 from your business that you get paid with, that's going to come in. It's a very, very complicated uh, calculation. Mm-hmm. For most of my clients, there's going to be a straight 20% um, right off the top and the remainder of it gets uh, taxed. Now, this will be um, effective uh, let's see for 2018 now um, by the way one of the things I wanted to mention is that the individual tax uh, changes that I just mentioned there's a sunset on that uh, the individual the majority oh, of those great. cuts oh, <laughs> all no, good things
1: come to I mean, an this end
0: is what everybody said okay so if in 2000, 2025 the majority of the individual tax cuts are scheduled to expire, but the corporate tax change from 35 to 21%, it has no expiration date. So, uh-huh. so it means things are supposed to go back to the way they were in 2025, but my guess is that they won't. Um, so it, as far as the as the 20% qualified business income, what, I, what I'd like to do, I think will illustrate uh, to the listeners, you know, okay, that's great. That sounds good. But what does that mean to me? How is that going to affect me? So what I've done is I've taken four 2017 tax returns that I've prepared. And what I've done is I've taken the exact same information that was on the 2017 tax return. And then I've calculated what the taxes would be filed under the new tax law. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I'm gonna do is start with a very simple, straightforward one. Um, and this is a, a single individual and uh, she's a Schedule C sole proprietor. Um, she's, got, so she's got some health insurance. She has student loan interest deduction. So her $50,000 $50, reported on a Schedule C and she gets a qualified business deduction. From that fifty thousand. Oh, where it happened here. So, second. With the qualified business deduction, she is her taxes have been reduced from by uh, forty three hundred dollars. Oh. So, if you are making fifty thousand okay. dollars, and she had health insurance of thirty two hundred which is a a deduction on what they call an above the line deduction. What that does is reduce your taxable income student loan interest of $2,500. That's, (laughs) that's uh, pretty substantial. So her qualified business deduction was $10,000. So by putting the same numbers in 2018, she'll save $4,300 in taxes.
3: Nice. Not
0: bad, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here is another one. This one is strictly Schedule C. No health insurance, no student loans, nothing. She had $34,000 on, on a sole proprietorship uh, taxable income, and her qualified business income deduction was around $3,900. And with that, is she saying, will save $1,020 in taxes. What I'm seeing is that in most situations, because I've gone through quite a few other clients who are asking me to do tax projections, you know, what's it going to be for 2018? In most situations, it, there's going to be a reduction in taxes. Which I like I right? like
3: reductions.
0: Yes, yes. Everybody likes reductions. Okay. Now, here's another one, uh, a little bit more complicated situation, but not unusual for my clients. Single woman, and she has uh, an LLC that she's elected to to be taxed like a subchapter S corporation. Mm -hmm. And so for those of you who listen to podcast number seven, briefly what that means is that when you have an LLC the IRS allows you to elect to have that LLC taxed as if it were set up as an Mm S-Corp. And by doing that, the net income from the net profits from the S-Corp are not subject to the 15.3% self-employment taxes that LLCs and sole proprietors have to pay. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the catch is that you've got to carve some of those profits out and, and make it taxable earned income to the shareholder or the owner. So in her situation, uh, what we elected to do was um, to take $70,000 of those profits and put it on 1099. That's considered compensation uh, as opposed to a W-2. And then what was left over as net profits from her S corporation was around $48,000. So her total income was $118,000. So for her, her qualified business, Income deduction was $16,400, locked right off the top, and she got, you know, the standard deduction of 12000 so for her, her savings, tax savings, was 6300 with all the same information. Okay. and so I think, I have a lot of clients that are in this very same situation where they've got the uh, LLC taxes and S-Corp, part of it's going to be subject to self-employment taxes and is considered earned income. And the rest of it is going to be uh, the net income or the profits rather from the S corp. And one thing to keep in mind, this is sort of a little sidebar, is that the profits from the subchapter S corporation are not considered earned income and that it's considered a profit distribution. And that is an important um, distinction because you are not allowed to make a contribution to a, a retirement plan. Nor will any of that money count towards your social security account. It has to be hmm. earned income, so you have to call. so in her situation, she chose seventy thousand dollars to be her earned income because she wanted to pay a lot more into her retirement plan. You know mm-hmm. if, if the lower you go, the less you can put into retirement. so there's a lot of variables and things that all get discussed with the clients. It, towards the end of the year, as we start doing tax planning, well, how much do you want to put in your retirement plan? If that's the case, this is what we have to uh, claim is, is earned income. So she'll save okay. $6,300.
3: Okay, so would you recommend that companions today form an LLC to help save on taxes?
0: Well, forming an LLC it, in and of itself does not save taxes because it, it is taxed exactly the same as a sole proprietor. And we are okay. now questioning our clients who call and say, we want to do an LLC. I want to save taxes. Or, or they just say, I want to form an LLC. And we say, what for? Unless you're going to make the subchapter S election with the IRS, you're not going to save any taxes. So okay. what our recommendation to clients is, when we have a consultation with them, we talk about a lot of things, you know, your goals, you know, what your spending habits, how much are you making, and, and all of that. And then based on kind of loosely how much you're bringing in every month will kind of decide whether an S corp is worth it for you or not, because it is more expensive to set it up and maintain it than it yes. is for a sole proprietor and an L- L- a straight LLC. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for my high earners, and that's a st- totally arbitrary uh, uh, calculation based on the consultation I have with the client, how much they're making, but generally somewhere around over if you're grossing over seven or eight thousand dollars a month, you should probably seriously consider an S corp. Okay. So that's so, it, but there's a lot of other um, factors that go into it. It's just not cut and dry. But her, this is a really good example um, of some of a typical client and how much money they're going to save. And the last one I have here is a married couple, uh, and they uh, she has an S corporation. And, and takes a salary, he had a W-2, and he is a sole proprietor. And they have a, uh, they have, they did not have health insurance, uh, but they did put some money into a retirement plan. <clears throat> Pardon me. So let's see, W-2 of 58000 his Schedule C was 34000 She had uh Profit distribution from our S-Corp of around 80000 So their total income was $174,000. <clears> so their qualified business deduction was around $23,000. And their savings is uh, $9,700. Okay. So in, in, all, in, in all of the scenarios that I look through uh, for my 2017 clients, I would say 90000 percent of them or 90 95 percent of them uh did find <clears throat> did enjoy some savings with under the new tax law
3: okay cool
0: so for, you know we there's still a lot to do the irs is still struggling you know to to uh change over their antiquated computer system for the and, and also to get regulations out i mean it's one thing for congress to pat for the, uh, the congress and senate to pass this it's another thing for the irs to to interpret that and write the regulations. And they're just, they're still doing it. So hopefully by the time tax season rolls around in January, the software uh, will be to the point where it's doing most of the calculations for us. So because nice. it, it is very complicated. <laughs> Um, yeah
2: it is arbitrated. this is why you hire professionally yes <laughs> okay so uh what can companions <clears throat> do right now to prepare for 2019 tax season so their 2018 taxes okay?
0: um if, if if you want if low tech or if you want to go the low tech route and this is the least intimidating to people is that just gather all your receipts, keep them in an envelope, do a, a manila envelope for each month, put them all in there. Um, and if you have, as far as keeping track of, of the money that you collect from your clients, keep a notebook. Uh, you don't, uh, keep, keep information on your somewhere. So that, because not every, some money gets deposited, some money doesn't get deposited, some goes who knows where. But if you keep track of every single client meeting and, and, find, and have some easy way where you can, at the end of the month, add up how much you collected. And then you'll have envelopes where you've got your receipts for your hotels, your taxis, your airfare, advertising, all of that. Um, and then if, if you want to do it yourself, each month you pull it out, organize all the receipts, add up all the taxis, add up all the hotels, add up all the airfare. Um, and then put that on a spreadsheet or just a piece of paper, if that's how you want to do it. Um, I, I think that in most cases, I found this really isn't very efficient, but some people just, this is all they can handle. This is all they want to do, because that means that now we got to get involved in manually Looking at the receipts. Uh, well, I'm not, this is really not a business expense. And then some things will be missing. It just gets kind of messy and cumbersome. Mm-hmm. But that's the, that's the low tech way to do it. And we have worked with clients You basically send us a shoebox full of receipts, but it ends up being more expensive because that means we've got more time that we, that we need uh, right. to, to Dedicate, dedicate. I mean,
2: it sounds like you're advocating that they do it themselves too, Mary Lee. <laughs>
0: well, no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I would, I would prefer. I mean, from the standpoint of, of, you know, uh, none of my clients. I have one or two clients who have actual bookkeeping, uh, in accounting experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of them don't, uh, the ones that say they want to learn how to do it. My question is why? I, I, why that's why, why, true.
3: Why do you want to learn? Because yeah. it's, there's better uses of your time. People, I mm-hmm. swear because you can literally
2: hire somebody to do that well, job. The
0: thing is, is that I, I, think wink, a lot of it, I think a lot of it's the mindset of, because of, of your occupation, being a companion, it's hard to make the connection between being a companion and being a successful small business. I know of no successful small businesses that do not have professional accounting help. Now they may not have a, on, a bookkeeper on site day in and day out, but they're going to have a go-to professional accounting firm that looks at their books every month, sits down mm-hmm. with them, does financial planning, uh, comes in and makes sure that your control's in place so that, that you're you know your secretary isn't stealing money that comes in the door just all those kinds of things it's just the smart thing to do mm-hmm. i don't advocate but we don't tell clients if you want to do your own stuff we don't want your business we just want to make it clear to them that they're really taking no they're not taking an easier route and in yeah right it's not going to be it's is economical um the other thing is, one step up from that is do an Excel spreadsheet. Um, we have a template that we send clients, uh, a template with all the formulas in it. If you want to take your receipts, uh, take your information off your bank statement and your uh, credit cards every month, just drop them, total everything up, drop them in the spreadsheet, and at the end of the year, it's ready for us. But I promise you, nobody's doing that until December or January. <laughs> That's the problem with do it yourself. Nobody who wants to do this, a um, couple, three, four hours a month, getting all your receipts, putting them together. So what you do is you just procrastinate and then wait till the end of the year you I, I
3: am I am a uh, Excel junkie, so I actually do mine monthly. <laughs> well,
0: of course, <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's great, and we do have some clients that do that, but the majority of them don't. They really, don't, yeah. they really don't know where to start um so
3: but we, I've been I've been doing this for years so ladies don't if if this isn't what you normally do just go to the yeah, professional if you're, not, if you're not a numbers person just don't yeah I'm <laughs> I'm a little bit obsessive with numbers so it's you know, I've been doing this forever so, so
0: hey, don't follow my league just hire somebody <laughs> we, listen we're gonna need another tax account in this tax season the way things are going do you have any free time <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I do have some free
3: time, so let's how talk. How boring. <laughs> no, thanks. Hey, yeah, listen, okay, that. you don't understand how numbers work. You're yeah, right. I don't
0: understand, and I it's don't not care. It's boring. It's me, the, the most exciting boring. part, it's, it's not. The, the boring <laughs> part, it, it isn't boring because um, the challenge for us and what what we really like to do is is think outside the box,
1: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: so, because there are, there are so many different ways that you can, um, I don't know, slice a pie. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's one of the things that we really, really do shine. So, um, okay. So the other, I'm going to go back to the third way to get get ready. The main thing is don't wait until the last minute to start pulling this together. I feel like done. you're
2: talking to me. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, and so but let me talk to you oh, i want to address one thing and then i want to come back and talk about um the contract the uh, book, uh, bookkeeping services the next thing you need to do in getting ready for tax season pull your stuff together gather your receipts do something don't wait yeah you know, receipts. receipts sorry <laughs> <clears throat> There's a really good pro I mean, everything comes in. I mean, I don't think people actually have paper receipts much anymore because yeah, everything's trash. Mm-hmm. So if you've got um if you have everything that comes through either on your bank account or through your credit card, you can download that into um a spreadsheet. It it just download into a spreadsheet and just sort it if if you're comfortable working with the spreadsheet. Um The other thing I really want to take a little minute to talk about that's become a really bad issue uh, is identity theft. Um, I'm I'm recommending to all of my clients to get an IRS identity theft PIN number. And the way you do that is you log on to the IRS website, Mm irs.gov, and you put in the search form one four zero three nine one four zero three nine and what that is it's an identity theft affidavit for people who i want everybody to fill this out make something up to, in order to get the pin especially if you live in florida or texas because they are brand <laughs> zero for identity theft
3: it is um, so <laughs> true people. it is so
0: true there is a whole
3: episode on american greed of uh a group of people oh, in the Tampa uh, area uh. that was literally stealing people's income tax returns. Like they were filing income up. tax in your social security number. They were getting massive returns mm-hmm. and then you go to file and you can't even get your own return. So oh, it's, it's a true. nightmare. Florida is really bad.
0: Um, <coughs> pardon me. It's a nightmare. And there was um, uh, another incident in Miami. It's Miami and Tampa. In Miami, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, they broke up this ring when they pulled somebody over for a traffic infraction, and in the back seat was a mound of envelopes from the IRS, and in those envelopes were were debit cards loaded up with tax refunds for fake uh, for uh, uh, tax returns that had been stolen. Mm and what these guys will do wait I didn't know they send you debit cards yes yes, they do Yeah. clearly I've never received a refund (laughs) (laughs) I don't have many clients that receive refunds but uh, but what happens what they're doing is they're basically sitting around the kitchen sink I mean, kitchen table in the kitchen. Everybody with a laptop, they've got these lists of of stolen identities, and most of them are coming from from medical facilities because you got Mm -hmm. all those people in the back with all your personal information. By the way, when you fill out that uh, new new uh, patient form, and they ask you for your social security number, do not put it in. Leave it blank. You know what? I've always done that. So I'm
2: glad I was yes, doing the right thing.
0: Yes, Because I'm like, what do you exactly. need my social for? And if they insist, put down something fake. I don't care. It's that you have got to be so proactive in, in protecting your identity. So I want everybody to go to the IRS website and see what you can do about filling out the identity theft of that form 14039. And what will happen is the IRS will process it. And then in a month or two, you're going to receive a letter from the IRS with an identity PIN, a five or six digit number, and that number has to be entered in a special place on your tax return or it won't be processed. So this I love it. Totally, I'm looking. Totally prevent <clears throat> pardon me, totally prevent anyone uh, from filing a tax return on your social security number. It's horrible. Every year I get a lot of them.
3: I am looking at the form right now and it's just two pages. Yep, It's very simple, so I suggest everybody go do this. Yes, it really
0: is, and it's um, and, and the IRS has a really good whole section on identity theft, how to prevent it, what to do if your identity has been stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one thing you, everybody should be doing if they haven't been they haven't done it yet or recently is to get get your credit reports and look at them.
2: Yeah, I monitor that Good. all the time anyway. And you yeah. can
0: get free credit, which you do not have to pay for it. You don't have to sign up for a monthly nope. fee. Go to uh, annualcreditreport.com and you can get all three credit bureaus once a year for free. Check it, make yep. sure everything's legit. And then if you want to monitor it for free, Credit Karma. Yes, Credit Karma is an excellent resource, an excellent resource. Now, um, I, cannot, I cannot emphasize how important it is to lock down your credit. And in all of my clients, all of my family members, everybody has a security freeze on their account. Uh, and what that means is you go in and your account is frozen and nobody can open a credit card in your social security number, period, without you nice. having to contact them, verifying your identity. They will give, If you let's say...
1: And they ask you yeah, questions exactly. and stuff. Yeah. And,
0: and so... Um, what you do is, if you need to get a credit card for some reason, your credit report needs to be looked at. You can get a twenty, or get them to lift the freeze long enough to get that taken care of, and then they lock it back down. It's just so bad. I mean, everybody remembers what happens to. I think it was Experian last year that all, all of their two or three hundred people who had credit reports uh, was compromised. It was pretty wow. Bad. Um, and, and the IRS scams. You're getting more and more sophisticated. The IRS never calls you. They never demand money on the phone. Nope. Um, so, hang up. <laughs> um, yeah, my last piece of advice for 2019: um, if you aren't already doing it, you gotta set aside money for taxes. I said.
2: So, I feel
3: like you're talking to
2: me. Twenty percent. Twenty
0: percent. So such. I know it seem
3: it seems like a lot, of people, but honestly, when. If you're saving, then you
2: should be good. Like, I'm already saving. It ends up coming out of my savings. But my accountant yells at me all the time, like,
0: why aren't <laughs> you, you contributing? Pay. Yeah. Right,
2: it- She's always like, pay estimated taxes. I'm like, what happened? Right, let's, let's put it
0: in perspective. And this is how, this is one of one of the uh, sayings that, that uh, I took from the CPA I worked for for years up in Annapolis, Maryland. It's easier to save five nickels than one quarter. So what I tell my clients is let's say you're going to pay $12,000 a year in taxes. That's not out of line. Okay. If you divide, mm-hmm. if you put aside $250 a week, you will have saved up $12,000 in a year. Mm-hmm. Why nice. you, to me, uh, one of the easiest, I had a, some, a friend, a friend of mine who is also a companion, um, it happens to be. Oh, you're, you're friends with companions. <laughs> <Yeah. That's- laughs> it, also <happens> to- <laughs> it also happens to be a client. I-, I told her, I said, every time you collect an envelope for $500, take out $100 bill and put it away in a safe, you know, safe deposit box, whatever, and just take it out of your site, take it away. And then in- mm-hmm. pretty soon, you've, you've collected, you've saved something, uh, you know, yeah. to go doors, taxes or whatever.
2: I mean, that's what I do for savings, but I'm like,
0: fuck taxes, I'll deal with it whatever I It's <laughs> like
2: calling, take me, take me, i with Just I mean, because if I'm saving 20%, I'm like, then I gotta save another 20% for taxes.
0: Fuck the IRS. <laughs> you don't know how many times I hear that on the phone. Oh my god. Okay. Now, oh, some things you can do now to help save on taxes. Um the number one thing, because we're at the end of the year, s- defer income or accelerate deductions. And what I mean is, if you can, uh, as much money as you can possibly, between now and December 31st, set aside and deposit into 2019, it's just going to reduce ah, that income yeah, that much more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. And accelerate deductions. Let's say, for 2019, you're planning to buy a new computer. Buy it now. And then um, we can deduct it in 2018.
2: Yeah, do all your deductible
0: stuff right. now. Yes. So, <laughs> our, so let's say you've got a tour set up, uh, already have, are planning your tours for 2019. Um, go ahead on your credit card and charge the hotels, the airfare. And by the way, airfare and hotels are supposed to be really cheap today on Cyber Monday. <laughs> um, oh really? Uh, yeah, let me go let, me go. let me go look.
2: I already booked my shit. I mean, granted, somebody paid for it, but I already booked my stuff at full price, <laughs> bastard.
0: So, so go ahead and um, accelerate those. Put them on a credit card, and we can deduct them in 2018. Anything that's charged on a credit card, even if you don't, if it doesn't happen until 2019. Um, we can go ahead and deduct. So that's, um, now the other thing, the really big thing that you can do and should be doing anyway, everybody should be doing is to set up and contribute to a retirement plan. Um, mm-hmm. There's three main ones. Uh, everybody knows the IRA, individual retirement mm-hmm. account, four hundred one k. the individual retirement account, uh, you have to fully fund that. Uh, and have it in place and deposited by April the 15th, 2019, in order to be deducted in 2018. The next, mm-hmm. nice. next plan is the simplest and the easiest, and the most popular plan is a SEP plan, Self-Employed Pension Plan. That's a, mm-hmm. basically a company profit-sharing can- contribution. You can open that up, and, and all the way up until October 15th, if you filed an extension, And what happens with a lot of clients is at the end of the year, they really want to contribute to the retirement plan. We calculate their taxes and their cash short. I don't have enough money for this retirement plan now and and pay my taxes, but I would have the money in six months. So we go ahead and file um, and set up the retirement plan, file an extension, okay? Pay in the taxes, with the extension that we already know that they're going to owe. And then file the tax return say on October the 15th and make the SEP contribution then. So you have that amount of time. That's a great tax planning uh, tool is that go ahead, calculate what the taxes are going to be, make a commitment to how much you wanna put in that SEP plan, file an extension, pay the taxes owed with the extension and then in six seven months, when you've got the money for the SEP deposit, file the tax return. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the 401k is is the next one up. Uh, that's more complicated to set up. It's more complex uh, to maintain. It's not for everyone. Uh, only if you if you if you max out the SEP plan. Uh, by the way, the SEP uh, con- maximum contributions twenty percent of your earned income. So, if your earned income, and we had a discussion about that earlier in the podcast.
2: Oh, so wait, so it's now twenty percent? I guess I wasn't listening. All right, yeah, it's twenty percent. The SEP,
0: the oh, SEP plan, twenty okay. percent you, of your earned income can be deposited into a SEP plan in your name. Nice. So, if you, uh, your taxable, if your, if your earned income is seventy thousand dollars. And you can put away, um, oh, I got my math. I can't even do simple math anymore. I'm so dependent on So you can put away $14,000 into the SEP plan, fully tax deductible. And then you can also contribute $5,500 to an IRA if you want to. So if you look at the numbers, uh, we're almost talking about close to $20,000 in a retirement plan with a SEP. Now, if you wanted to go up to the 401k, the limitations are higher. Um, I have a couple of clients that are on 401ks, so but most are happy with the SEP. Because, it's, you know, you have that much money that you can put away.
3: We've heard of people advocating setting up businesses in Nevada and Delaware. Can you tell our listeners if this is a good or bad thing and why?
0: Okay. Um, the issue is this. Um, if you live in Nevada... By all means, set up um, a a company in Nevada. If you live in Delaware, set up a company in Delaware. Just to give you a little bit of history, when we first started the business, um, we decided to, based on a consultation with an attorney uh, who also works with people in the business, that setting up a Delaware um, uh, LLC or corporation did a great job of protecting your identity because mm-hmm. very little information available online. Uh, it's the name of the company, um, the name of the registered agent, and the registered agent's address, and that's all that was available. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same in Nevada. They're both also very corporate friendly. There's no corporate income taxes. Um, there's a, a very uh, loose requirements for reporting. There's no franchise fees or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, that's that for corporations that are C corporations, we talked about that earlier, that, that pay taxes within the corporation, oh, that's a great thing. But none of our clients are in that position. Uh, everybody has a pass-through entity, so they, the corporation doesn't pay taxes. The mm-hmm. individual who owns it does. The problem that <clears throat> is that if you open up a corporation, let's well, use Nevada for an example, if you open up a, a business in Nevada, but you live and do business in California, then you still have to register that business in California as what's called a foreign corporation. And then mm-hmm. you have to file an income tax return in uh, California. You have to pay the $800 a year California franchise tax. So what if you saved? nothing? You know, there's no there's no advantage um, to opening up a company in Nevada tax-wise that I see. Um, now, <clears throat> pardon me. So now you're in a situation where you've got a, you're registered in Nevada. You have to have a registered agent in Nevada. Then you have to register in California because that's where you live and do your business. And you have to have a registered agent in California and file a California business tax return. And and of course, report it on your income tax return. So to me, the benefit of that has um, is, is not there. And one of the things that we've run across recently, and I'm sure everybody's experienced this with the FOSTA and all of this that's, that's happening in the industry now. Over the last year, we, this is the way up until recently, this is what we did. We set everybody up in Delaware as an LLC and then um, took care, that way, and then we took care, they would go to open a bank account. And what's happening is that the banks are not opening, they refuse to open a bank account for Delaware OOC unless you register in your state as a foreign entity. So in Florida, that all the all the benefits of privacy are gone because all of that information is available uh, on sunbiz.org in Florida. Right. So um, what's the, the advantage, what was happening, we had one client who um, went to six banks Here in South Florida to try to open a bank account for her Delaware LLC, and they refused. Oh wow! Okay, so you have to uh, register in Florida as a foreign corporation. Um, Mm -hmm. To me, that's total overreach on the part of the banks. That's between the between the taxpayer and the state of Florida. Why is the bank getting involved? But that's what's happening. Exactly. For and then you also have to have a relationship with the bank too. I think that's a big help. But I know that yeah. uh, some of the larger banks, it also depends on which state you're in. Uh, mm-hmm. But I always recommend to my clients, if you want to open up a Nevada or Delaware LLC, before you do that, call the bank that you want to deal with and ask what mm-hmm. documentation they will need for you to open a bank account.
2: But even Michael Faderossi the lawyer, he moved to Nevada so he could do all his business from there. Uh, he used to live in LA, and he yeah, moved. Yeah. So <laughs> if he's moving to do it, I feel like all, all girls, you know, should kind of take follow suit it's crazy well, it really is and it's yeah just,
0: uh, <laughs> we had we gotten to the point that it was uh, so difficult for opening a bank account and the other thing too that we use a, um, a professional company to assist us with we do the llc setups and s corp elections for all their clients and um, they allow you to on the, on the corporate documents in whatever state you open up your llc in to use their Uh, address, uh, and their registered agent name, uh, is the only information available on online. Mm. So that's been a big help as well. So
2: nice. Nice. Okay. So moving on, uh, the rest of the questions are directly from, uh, companions. So ladies listen closely, even though you should have been listening the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was told that since all my earnings are in cash, I do not have to file a tax return. Is this true? I mean, I know the answer to this question, (laughs) but
0: (laughs) I still get this a lot. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, no, you still have to file. Actually, I had a client who said uh, that she had a client who said, oh, you don't have to file a tax return. You know, everything's cash. I don't know where that came from, but no, it doesn't matter how you make your money, cash, Mm -hmm. Bitcoin, money order, stealing. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, that's another <laughs> old story. That's on, you guys listen to seven. That's a great story. Um, but no, you still have to file a tax return.
3: Yeah. I don't that. know where the, I don't know why somebody would think that. And I mean, and if you're not filing a tax return in 2018, it's just making your life more difficult when you're trying to lease an apartment mm-hmm. or a car or anything you can't do much without your tax return. So ladies, it's really, it's really not worth it. Trust me. Um, so someone asks, I want to buy real estate, but haven't filed tax returns in years. What do I have to do to qualify?
0: Well, um, a number of things uh, you need to file. <coughs> Pardon me. My experience has been, is I've worked with a lot of clients uh, doing, helping them get mortgages for, for homes and for rental properties at least two years worth of tax returns usually three. Yep. um and mm-hmm. what they do is they average the income on the three tax returns to come up with with what they what their benchmark for your income in determining what kind of a mortgage you're going to be qualified for uh so you have to do your tax returns and um uh, it's just an aside i know everybody nobody wants to pay taxes a- but the IRS <laughs> 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 um, is that uh, if you're filing a tax return, if you're filing a tax return, you're reporting $30,000 in income, I'm not sure you're going to get much more than a box under a bridge. Um, ah. So, you have, so that we have two opposing things going on here. One is you don't want to pay any more taxes than you have to. Everybody knows that. But the other thing is, if you do want to elevate your lifestyle, buy rental property, buy a residence, you have to have enough income in order to qualify for the mortgage that you need. So the other thing, in addition to tax returns, is you need to have really good credit. So if mm-hmm. you're behind the eight ball and haven't filed tax returns for the last couple, three years, it might take you a couple of years to get your financial house in order. And that would include filing tax returns, paying your taxes, yep. and getting your credit cleaned up.
3: Yep. Start now. No. Start
2: right now. Because as much as we love to take all those deductions, at the end of the day, it mm-hmm. ends up working against you when you're trying to get a loan. Yeah. Exactly. I learned the hard way, but I-, I can't wait till I get all my shit so I can go back to <laughs> deducting everything.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, it hurts. Oh, no. It hurts
2: very Taxes <laughs> hurt. <laughs> they the <Lucky do>. IRS. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Okay, is a
2: home office really a red flag? I do have client meetings at my residence.
3: Ooh, I like that, client meetings. (laughs) (laughs) What else would you call them, Vivian? Uh, (laughs) Client
1: meetings? Exactly. I just think
0: that's so discreet. Oh, yeah. uh, You know, it's really funny because I have heard, in all the years I've been doing this, what a red flag home offices are. But I'll be honest with you, the thousands and thousands of tax returns I've done over the years, I have never had an audit due to a home office. However, that doesn't mean we have to be greedy. So here's the rules. Um, it, this, the IRS says it's a red flag. If you go on and you do a Google search, what are, the, what are the, my risks of an audit? Always the home office comes into play. But the rule is this. It has to be um, a separate area in the home used exclusively and regularly for your business. So if you've got a second bedroom and that's where you have your client meetings, then what we would do is take the square footage of that, multiply times, you know, come up with a proportion. You would be able to take a proportion of, of all of your rental uh, expenses and, and expenses to uh, you know, your electricity, your utilities and all of that and deduct it. Um, if, if you don't have a separate bedroom, but you have an area that you can actually cordon off maybe with dividers, if you got a studio, that's something that could be considered because they have loosened the rules a little bit. But anybody mm-hmm. that wants to take a home office high, we talk about it and, and look at the size. So if somebody says 50% of my home is used for my client business, I said no, because uh, you, you cannot pull in the kitchen and living room. Maybe you'll sit yeah. there, maybe you'll go to the refrigerator to get, and get a drink or something. But that is not the, under the IRS definition a home office. But I would, I would not be afraid of taking a home office on anybody's return, just so that it's reasonable
3: okay and should i purchase a new car in the name of the business first of all you should not be purchasing a new car but go ahead
1: <laughs> Listen, no,
3: some people oh. need to purchase a new car okay no i mean you can buy a nice
2: car used you should not be purchasing a brand new car but that's just me and my frugality go you ahead and i'm
0: agreeing with you on that um, do what you <laughs> yes. uh, if you're cash poor uh get a lease um, and it doesn't have to be an Audi A8 or uh, something. Or an R8. A <laughs> or an Audi R8. Or a,
3: or a G-Wagon
2: right, or a
0: Bentley. Right. <laughs> or a Porsche. Uh, what is it called? That Porsche SUV? The, I don't know. Yes. They're all the Arrero Porsche Cayenne. Something. Yes. All right. They're all ugly. Ugly cars. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and the answer to that is no. Uh, because number one, purchasing a car in the name of the business it means that your insurance is going to be higher um, and it's going to be more problematic well, does your does your business have credit. There's really no reason to purchase it in the name of your business because if you do use it for business, we can still take a deduction on it, on a business portion. So um, usually in most cases, the mileage method of deduction is the best because you get 54 cents per mile of business mileage and the mileage would be back and forth to client you know, meetings to and from the airport, to and from the bank, anything you're doing for business. So, if let's say you, if you've got <clears throat> ten thousand, if you, if you uh, drive a car, let's say twelve thousand miles in a year, and uh, let's say three thousand of that is for business. I'm just using an example. Um, there's a two thousand dollar deduction right there for for business use of your auto. That's the easiest way to do it. I have a couple Mm -hmm. situations where uh, even though the car is in the name of the individual, mostly if it's all business use, we could deduct it a different way. Uh, But purchasing in the name of the business is not going to give you a tax advantage. And you're going to pay more in insurance because insurance for business cars is higher than individual.
2: Awesome. Okay.
0: Uh, Let's see here.
2: I don't deposit all my earnings. Do I have to report what I don't deposit in my checking <laughs> Oh, my God, people. I mean,
3: I mean, can you, like, I kind of feel like you should not even answer that question.
0: <laughs> well, she should. She's the, she's the professional. Well, oh. it. Um, okay, this is the way I always answer that. First, <clears throat> let me preface by saying something that I, I hope everybody takes to heart. As as an enrolled agent, we abide by a code of ethics. We also Mm -hmm. have certain practice standards. And one of those practice standards is, quote, we cannot ignore the significance of information that is given to us. So if you come to me and say, I made $100,000 last year, but I only had $20,000 in expenses, Um, and so my taxes are going to be $80,000, and we do the tax return, and we tell them what the taxes are, they say, um, you know what? I, I, I want to send some new numbers. Uh, I don't like those numbers. I'm gonna I'm gonna revise those. I mean, uh, sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're telling me I don't deposit all my earnings, and then tell me that well yeah I did, I mean that's gonna create an issue for me. So my answer yes. is always. The IRS do the right thing. Do the, right thing <laughs> but the IRS, the IRS regulation states that you must report all income from all sources. Period. Whether it goes into the bank account or not, it's all income from all sources. Whether you're begging it.
2: for cash on the streets or GoFundMe,
3: whichever mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you gotta report right.
0: it. <laughs> yep.
3: So can we not ask this question again, ladies? Seriously, (laughs) it's the answer is not going to change now or ever. It's the same as it's been since the beginning of the formation of the IRS. (laughs) Okay, All right. Let me
0: just let me just close close off on that with one thing is that when um, we do not audit what. Our clients give us. Um, if they say I made eighty thousand dollars last year and these are my expenses, it's up to the client to maintain the records to support those numbers. And all of this is laid out in great, excruciating detail in our letter of engagement that everybody has to sign before we start mm-hmm. working on your tax return. Um, you know, but but what I but what I want to tell everybody is that if the numbers look so out of whack, we're going to ask some questions. If you tell me you live in Manhattan in Midtown, but you only made $2,000 a month, I'm going to have a problem with that. I mean, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Your rent right, is so not we- even <laughs> $2,000 <000. laughs> <laughs> a This is what we do. Um, what are the sources of income do you have? Well, um, I get alimony. Okay, how much is that? And then do you have any Don't gotta pay. You don't have to pay taxes oh, on right. that anymore, though. <laughs> eh. my, uh, maybe child support. That's one. Uh, I had a client. I said, I don't see how you're living. You've got three children. How are you doing? She said, well, I get X number of dollars a month in child support. Okay, that's one. And then um, I have another one. She said, well, I have a trust, a family trust, and I get $1,000 a month. Okay, that's good. So those are the kinds of questions we ask. The return has to make sense. It has to file this, pass the smell test. Mm-hmm. Believe me, the IRS has very sophisticated c- computer algorithms where they will go and they, every return gets scanned. And if you're living in Manhattan and you're only putting two thousand a month and your rents around four thousand, you might get kicked out of the system and looked at.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Basically, the moral of the story is
3: don't try to outsmart the IRS. They've been doing this forever. It's just they, even, they audit it. celebrities. You don't think they're going to
2: audit? Well, exactly. Not, well, those
0: are high profile. Um, they always do those. They're high profile and they get a lot of PR. Mm, okay.
3: Next question. So uh, someone says, I am uncomfortable filing a tax return as an escort. What are my options? Mm, go to jail. <laughs> I think I think they awesome. mean like when they ask what, like what it's do you do occupation. for a living? Yeah, your occupation.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean adult entertainer is a real thing. Yeah, what? Um, we, we don't. The rule is this: the IRS is not supposed to share information on a tax return with other government agencies unless it's under court order or some for some reason. However, I don't trust them. Uh, <laughs> yeah what i don't trust, don't it, trust the irs or the government options and, and the other thing too that i've discovered um after because i do a lot of research is the irs a lot of people don't put anything in the occupation field and the irs doesn't i think they use this
2: one they, just, that, want
0: their they cut. just want their cup <laughs> and i think a lot of that is for them for their records because they like to because they um they build statistics so if you've got people writing in that they're consultants. Uh, And then that's actually what I would recommend Uh, is if you, if you've done something in the past that you're comfortable with and may still be doing uh, and can walk the walk and talk the talk, put it on the tax return. Consultant is fine. Admin assistant. Uh, I've actually had veterinarians and pharmacists. Oh, and, oh, funny aside. Um, When I was researching about the, um, about occupations and what the IRS does with that, a pharmacist said he put drug dealer as his occupation. Oh my <laughs> <That's> god! <true. laughs> he's, wow! He's but anyway, uh, they probably laugh. They do. they don't care. Mm. Um, but <laughs> this is the type of thing when if you call us for a consultation, this is the type of thing we'll discuss. What have you done in the past? Have somebody who's a, a a translator, translator, or has done a, a tutoring all of these things, um, but we don't put escort. Uh, some people like to say yeah. entertainer because they want to be uh, transparent. Okay, we can do that. We put entertainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know plenty of porn stars that put adult entertainer on it's this. Not it's not illegal. It's
2: not even a and, problem. And, and
0: actually, escort is listed under the uh, Department of Commerce National um, Association of, I can't remember, what, it's NAICS. It's Classifications for Businesses. Every business Major oh really? Is got a don't classification say with a number next to it. An escort. Is on there. How?
2: How? How can an escort be on there? But then the other arm of the government is having issues plus, 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 plus. they need to get it together oh, and figure out, out what they want to do. I get.
3: think I think because in California you can you can there's a license to
0: escort, so maybe well. that's why. Well the other thing too, mm. don't forget time and companionship. That's what you're
1: mm. saying, right? Mm.
2: Okay. Mm. <laughs> Side eye. What's next? Any, anywho, <laughs> um, I've not filed a tax return in five years, and I'm afraid that the IRS will arrest me. <laughs> um,
0: they're not going to arrest you. Uh, all they want you to do is file returns, and I tell everybody the IRS, uh, their resources are stretched thin. Uh, they don't uh, the individual taxpayers that they go after are people that are making a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, big pockets. Big, uh, exactly. Uh, because of the resources are so limited, they're going to go for the one that's going to have the biggest payoff. So yeah. really um, if if you haven't found a tax return in five years, it means that you've been self and I'm assuming from this question is this has been somebody that's been a companion for five years they've never gotten a 1099 they've never gotten a w2 because if they had the IRS probably would have contacted them by now and said Mm -hmm. where's your tax return because i'm
2: in shit one time i transferred uh money from my uh, retirement investment account from one bank to another because one was trash and the other ones had better deals and for some reason uh whoever did the transfer didn't do what they were supposed to do irs wise because i sent all that information oh, to yeah my,
0: to my account they
2: yeah no they sent me a letter like ah oh, it looks like you deducted money from your investment account we need our cut i was like wait what yeah <laughs> that, was an IRA, that
0: was a, a retirement plan uh, yes
2: yeah, yes was, this was a um my ira
0: retirement yeah, uh, investment yeah, account they didn't handle it right so you got a- yeah so i have
2: to contact the one um uh. Bank to let them know to do what they were supposed to do in the first place. They were the ones that dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. And I've then I sent that information before. to my it's accountant.
0: But as Crazy. far as filing a tax return for five years, if you don't have, if you've lost the records, you've moved, whatever, we can get them from the IRS. Uh, if there, if we can uh, run transcripts of all your tax return years. And we can see what they have on file and that's where we would start and if you wanted to bring these tax returns up up to date they don't really go back further than six years so um it, unless there's indication of fraud it's just and and so and don't forget the statute of limitations of three years only applies from the time the tax return is filed there's no statute of limitations uh if you've never filed the tax return so i think that's a uh, that's a clarification. I think a lot of people don't understand. Oh, if I just wait three years, uh, then I'm I'm out of the woods. <laughs> and I don't. Mm, yeah, I'm... no. So that's not that's mm, not how
1: yeah. that works. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> all right. So I pay all my bills in money order, so I don't have to claim income. False. Wait, who? Wait, who asked that? <laughs> who literally? Who asked that question? Guys, a paper. You don't even have to be an expert in taxes. A paper trail. If there is a paper trail created, the IRS will find it.
0: Yeah. Well, well, it's, this is this is kind of uh, this is kind of similar to the question of I don't deposit all of my cash in my bank account. Do I have to report it? Same thing. All you've done here by doing a money order is skipping a step. And yeah, you, you know have it deposit the money into your bank account you just skipped a step so yeah you got to keep track of that and uh any money orders make sure you keep copies of them and write down what they were for in the mm-hmm. event that something is 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 tax deductible
2: awesome right. awesome okay so for the best part you created new all-inclusive packages just for our companion listeners can you please tell us more
0: about that yes ma'am i can we have um over the years received um, varying requests for, for um, all-inclusive packages. In other words, uh, everything I need to keep my accounting, my taxes, everything in order and at one predictable monthly price. And the other issue is we would have clients that one month they would be billed $100 and then Two months later, would be billed, uh, say, and I'm choosing examples, $1,500, because in that month, we did a whole lot of work. We did a tax return. We did a tax projection. We called the IRS on their behalf. And there was no way to budget for it. Um, and we also, a lot of people will write us to say, I don't even know where to start. I don't know. Where, I cannot get my mind around this. So with that in mind, we came up with the number of calls, and, and based on our typical client profile with two packages um one package our standard package is a comprehensive we call it a comprehensive solution for sole proprietors that's what people starting out uh, or people who have remained sole proprietors and want to remain sole proprietors and what that includes it's, it's ninety-nine dollars a month every month okay um, you get uh <coughs> the free Initial consultation, which we usually charge $150, that is included. We set up your business, we've registered in your state, we get the federal ID number. Uh, we also set up your books. Uh, we also assist you in getting bank accounts if you need assistance with that. But normally the paperwork we put together for you in registering the business is all you'll need. Uh, we use QuickBooks Online, which is a cloud-based accounting program, to set your books up and maintain them. Uh, on a monthly basis, we also included is the monthly online uh, subscription to that software. And uh, most people have maybe one business bank account and a credit card. Uh, so we will code all the transactions in those accounts for you into the proper accounts and up to two business bank accounts. And we will send you monthly financial statements via email. And uh prepare and file your tax returns individual tax returns and this one of the biggest requests is unlimited phone and email access to professional staff so um, because normally under a a la carte we would everything anytime we have a phone consultation or email with the client if it's um, if it's considered a professional advice of some sort we bill you as if you were sitting across the desk from us. It's no different. So a lot of people said, you know, I really would like to be able to call you anytime I want uh, without having to be charged for it. So that was a really a very uh, a huge request. Okay. And so uh, that is the initial for the standard one for the um, includes all your bookkeeping, everything bumper to bumper, and your tax returns for your individual tax returns. Now, deluxe package that's four forty nine a month, and that is really d- directed to high earners um, in forming an LLC with an S corp election. And the LLC with the S corp election uh, is is where we have to have a separate tax return for the business. We talked about that earlier. So what you get in that is everything I just explained that you get in the standard package plus. We would register and set up your LLC in the state and file the necessary corporate papers uh, with the IRS. We also would file the uh, paperwork with the IRS for your LLC to be taxed as an S corporation. It also includes catching up and cleaning up of all your prior business transactions for the current year. So if you come to us say in uh, November but you've actually been in business since January, all those transactions between January and December, we would have to pull those together from your bank statements and your credit cards and manually enter them into the system. That uh, task is included. Um, Oh,
3: nice. That's a very
0: uh, time consuming
3: um, (laughs) task. It is a very Uh time
0: consuming. Um, Then also we've four bank accounts, four bank and credit card accounts that are included that we would connect to the QuickBooks and make sure that every month everything is brought up to date, bank accounts are balanced, everything is code correctly. Um, we also will include the annual registered agent fee uh, because all of the, you're required to have a registered agent fee and that's going to give you the uh, the anonymity as well. Okay. And if there are any state or local business filings that are required, uh, for instance, in Washington State is the one that comes to mind, there's no personal um, or corporate income taxes, but they do require you to file quarterly excess tax returns based on your gross income. Those, that type of thing, we would cover that as well. And Pennsylvania is another one that has little uh, local tax returns that have to be filed for businesses. Uh, okay. Also included is if you have any um, people working for you, subcontractors, uh, like an administrative assistant or somebody, <clears throat> uh, or maybe you've got somebody, a web designer We would prepare, uh, calculate, prepare all the 1099s for them, for for the uh, for the year, and also included in addition to your individual tax return, we also will file the um, your federal and state business tax returns. Okay. So it's pretty it's pretty uh, inclusive. The idea is it should be all inclusive, and uh, there's only a couple of uh, there's some exclusions. Uh, we don't this doesn't include IRS audits. That's all different. If you have any previous year tax returns, uh, we that would be something we would set up under a separate agreement. Um, any amended tax returns for prior years. Mm-hmm. So or any IRS issue you're dealing with prior uh, to when you started working with us. So um, that's that's basically it. We're going to roll this out. Um, Probably within the next couple of weeks.
2: Okay. And, and you, you had a, did you have
0: a code for our listeners? Yes. Um, anybody uh, that's listening to this podcast, if you, uh, what you'll need to do to, in order to set up the initial consultation, like I said before, that's no charge for the listeners, is um, you're going to go to our website, companiontax.com, and then you'll go to the client section and you'll see uh, the tab for clients. And, with, and then drop down to uh, new clients. And what you'll do is there'll be a, a form, a um, new client information form. And in the bottom, there's uh, a place to put notes. You wanna put the, uh, the code of TSEG2018.
2: Nice. So, if you put that
0: code. Our in, first code,
3: y'all. <laughs> yes, we I love it. We, we go in places. We go
0: in places. Now you got a referral code. So, um, what, if if this is all too much information for people to write down, just have them email me. Um, and I'll What's just. What's your email? Uh, info, info at companiontax.com. You heard it ladies, but it's so easy to remember
2: TSEG 2018.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then, um, if you send that to us, we'll do the consultation and also just so you know, the packages may not be for everybody. Some people Mm -hmm. may want to just, uh, we have, that's totally available. You may want to do some of this, but do something else. We're very flexible. These were developed because we just had had so many requests uh, for a fixed fee package, uh, and we just wanted to roll it out before the end of the year because this would be the ideal time if somebody wanted to sign up is to do it now uh, before the beginning of the year. But we nice. um, during the consultation, we'll be happy to talk to you about uh, how we could uh, work with you on an à la carte basis. Totally flexible with that.
1: Okay. Awesome. Okay.
3: Awesome. awesome. Okay. And as usual, can you please leave our listeners with some parting advice?
0: <laughs> okay. My number one parting advice is don't be overwhelmed. Call us. You can, we can have a consultation. Use that code TSEG2018. At the end of the consultation, you say, you know what? This isn't for me. There's no obligation. Let's talk about your situation and see how we can take the mystery and the fear out of all of this. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. I have so many people say, "I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start." Call us; we'll tell you. Um, Awesome. Take you by the hand. Second thing is, this is my mantra: think like a businesswoman, not like an escort
2: hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I, I know you already mentioned it, but do it again. Can you please let us, uh, let our listeners know um, how to find you and book you? So I need your website, your email, your Twitter, any social media. Go.
0: Okay. Email info at companion uh, The telephone number, I'm going to give you the main line, which is answered by a real person uh, that you can call. That number is 954. 954- three two zero seven five seven six we are on twitter uh at uh it's companion tax and Mm -hmm. we're also on instagram companion tax
2: oh i didn't know you were on instagram yes ma'am we're so modern (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) i'll add you right now
3: (laughs) perfect
2: thank you so much marilee i mean yes thank you it's so awesome to have some work for us in our industry, you know, without judgment, and, you know, actually be good at what they do. Thank you so much for coming on the show and blessing us with your knowledge. I hope all the ladies go over there (laughs) to (laughs) CompanionTax.com and get your affairs in order. Yes, let's get our lives in order. (laughs) Yeah, get your affairs in order. Thank you so much, Marilee. And hopefully we'll have you back on the show soon. Okay, thank
0: you so much.
3: All right.
2: Thank you.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye.
2: Oh, that was amazing as usual.
3: So much knowledge. I know, I know, right? The new talking tax about, and,
2: but yeah, but the new tax law was really what I was the most interested in because, you yeah. know, nobody has time to go read all those binders.
3: But, oh my God. But she broke IRS it down pub- very easily. The IRS publications are just the most. It's a, yeah, it's, it's the, not your the, profession. Literally, just literally yeah. the most. <laughs> it really is the most. But, but yeah, I'm glad that,
2: no, you know, some of the tax laws actually benefits us. So finally, um, yeah. Yeah, so I know
3: a lot of people, the discussion of taxes come up and it's like they don't want to listen to it. I mean, because I look at the numbers and a lot of you have not listened to episode seven. So obviously yeah. you're not in your best interest. You're, if You're in, trying you're, to win in life. Right. Like <laughs> we're not we're not having people on just because we need to have somebody on. So we're doing well, this. I mean, we're having them on for two reasons. To bless our industry with knowledge, yes. And also for
2: us personally. Well, first we personally, <laughs> of
3: course, but I mean, I mean, we could have just did a personal consultation with her, you know. That's true. But I mean, I did. This ben- so. this, yeah, and this benefits everyone. So, yep. Make sure you go do yourself a favor and set a, and set up a consultation with her. Let's get let's go into let's, go into let's go into 2019 with our finances in order yes, we need to get start building, in order because building I want wealth for ourselves yeah, exactly i
2: want us to be able to have like a group fund where we can actually go buy real estate buy businesses go buy a whole cities and
3: run exactly. shit okay but
2: we can't do that if you guys don't get your shit together like Chantelle and i cannot be the only one with our affairs in order come on we need everybody it's a joint effort let's do this you see
3: you see how the scientologists are buying up all of clearwater like that's what re- we re- need to be doing re- uh, religious uh entities are buying up shit regardless it doesn't even remat- it doesn't matter uh who- what your denomination well no is. i specifically by they, know they buy
1: a lot the site <laughs> no the
3: scientologists are not just buying a lot they have literally taken all of downtown clearwater like you nice. it's like science no it's it will not nice for clearwater residents but it's, like, literally, like, Scientologyville. This is what we need yeah, to be doing. It bill. is. This is what we need to be doing as companions. Let's all get together, and let's just start buying up cities and shit.
2: Exactly. Okay? That way we run our own world, and we need you guys to do that. We can't do it on our own. We so don't. We do won't this. have to give
3: two shits about government laws and exactly. the other residents voting against we'll
2: us. We exactly. we will be the residents.
3: We'll be owning We'll be our own okay? police. We'll be our own judge
2: and jury. But I have a question, though. How is your name? In Scientology, and you guys still don't believe in science.
3: Who's who?
2: You know, that's th- their
3: story is that. Oh, some well alien you, will come well get you them said at the end of the world. Well, you right? said you. I didn't know if you meant specifically me. I'm like, I, I'm meant, not a I, mean, I meant,
2: I meant, I <laughs> well, we already know you know God and you want to go live with Satan. That's fine. But. I just want to know how your name is Scientology and you still so have the- no science in your
3: in your doctrine. Oh my way. God, that's for a whole nother episode. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs>
2: let's end on a positive note. Any last words?
3: As always, keep it sexy and financially smart.
2: I make money
3: moves.
2: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Before you go, guys, please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and like us on SoundCloud. If you're able to leave us reviews or likes on any other listening platforms, please do so. This helps people find our show. You can also download every single episode free of charge. That way you can listen to us even if you don't have an internet connection. We love getting your questions and suggestions, so please keep them coming. Our email is info at thesexyescortguide.com. Our number to text is 657-464-4675. You can also tag us on Twitter with the hashtag TSEGP.
3: Don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram at TSEGP, and Twitter at TSEG Podcast. We do record the show live from time to time, so make sure you're staying connected with us. You can join our mailing list so that you can be the first to hear of breaking news and exciting stories. Our website is thesexyescortguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We truly appreciate
1: you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, stay ravishing and receptive.